545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, Big Dick Toledo, ready to go for uh, another glorious day. And it is paradise today. 77 plus spring trainings here. The weather's perfect. Windows are opening. And a uh, text again from my buddy Mike back in Chicago and said, uh, regretting the not coming to Arizona for spring training this year. It'll be nine Saturday. Nine. So, you know what? Let's just all sit back and enjoy it. One more time. Reminder. You live in paradise. And I caught myself yesterday getting into the car and sat for a couple hours. Like, oh man, it's getting kind of hot in here. Yeah, you get a little warm in the in the whip. Yeah, it's not that. So uh, again, no more complaining. This is this is pretty damn awesome stuff we've got going on here. One bad week of weather turns around like seven days later. It's almost eighty. That's pretty nice. Not bad. Well, we have a contender for worst way to lose a job from uh, Jesse Smollett. This is a pretty good one, too. I mean, they're, they're different. They're unrelated. But if you have at the end of the year, you know, like an Academy Awards type thing for best uh, way you publicly lost your job, this person might be on it. Last night I was watching the news and they said, uh, local teacher loses job after putting pencil in students' private area. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna, that's a good tease. I'm going to watch that news. I'm, the news is going to be on at my house. Which uh, private area? Well, that's what I had to find out. That's why I was like, well, how do you – did you dock with the child? Did you – what is that called? The the sounding? Did you sound with him? Anyway, put a pencil in a private area. Uh, turns out that uh, they have charged a Phoenix teacher at uh, Justin's Vitalny School. I don't know where that is in Phoenix. Uh, first aggravated assault, felony aggravated assault for putting a pencil in a ten-year-old student's pants with special needs. It's your dad's worst nightmare. Double that. It was in the kid's butt crack. It is my dad's nightmare, not just worst. <laughs> It's everything he's always dreamt could happen and might. Uh, to, the the uh, Vicky Biddle Martin has been uh, lost her job and is now facing felony charges. That's pretty impressive. Did you send the? Did you send the? I'm going to. to I'm dad. going to this article. I didn't have the. I didn't have the <laughs> phone when I was watching on the news, and I'm like, oh my god, my dad is like, I I knew this would occur. <laughs> just he just texts back, told you. So the uh, special needs student's butt crack was showing outside of their pants. She said it was a poor decision, but she put the eraser. End of the pencil, a half inch down, the crack of the kid's ass, and said, your butt shows. The student told police that I wasn't I'm not hurt. This was very embarrassing. Uh, so now the teacher is charged with intentionally touching a minor with intent to insult or provoke Whoa. a class six felony. Uh, the incident happened. Uh, well, hold on. Hold on I know. She's just pointing out that his yeah. butt's out. With a pencil in the crack. This is the best way you could. This is the story you never want to tell on how you lost your job at all. Uh, news broke Wednesday. The Cartwright Elementary School District sent a letter to parents informing them there has been an incident and the teacher and the police are involved. So you got to think of yourself as a parent in this situation. You get this letter that's kind of ambiguous saying, oh, my God, there's been an incident at the school where the police have been called and a teacher has evidently done something inappropriate. You run, you can run through a thousand scenarios. Not one person will come up with, I bet she stuffed a pencil in the kid's butt crack. Like, no, you're crazy. That wouldn't happen. Nobody would. That's not it. That's exactly it. Uh, she four, was drawn to kind of a teacher. <laughs> yeah. that I'm yeah. going to hire, man. Four Let's parents. Uh, well, they're, they're hiring in some of the private schools. Four parents interviewed after the school said they had no idea 
that there was an arrest made in this situation. I'm like, why wow, you get arrested for that? Uh, it makes uh, me sad. One of the parents said, it makes me sad and angry, all kinds of things that could go on. Why would a teacher do that? You put your kids in their hands and their safety, and I guess they're just not safe. Um, they could have done something sooner. A parent always says that. If they do, if they wait like eight minutes to fire a teacher, somebody always says, something could have been done before. According to the court documents, the incident happened while the 10-year-old student with autism was in the library standing at the counter, uh, butt crack showing. Teacher walked up and said, uh-oh, somebody's butt showing. Put the eraser in the butt crack. Kids like, and other kids laugh. School librarian told that, uh, said that Martin put the pencil down the student's pants a couple of times, like wink, wink, but realized uh, the kid didn't realize it happened until the second time. Someone notified the police. This happened in December. Well, this kid doesn't have enough problems now with teachers. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, how much autism does he have? That's the thing. There's there's levels of spectrum. Some people you can't tell. Some people it's completely obvious. Somewhere in the middle you just think maybe the kid's a little strange. I mean, it's nice to let him know. Sure. Point it out. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if that's the way to go about it. Like, do you, do you to hike the pants or just tap them on the shoulder because they don't like being touched a lot of times on the upper body. Like you don't know, maybe making all the other kids laugh. I right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if it was my son or daughter, I guess that uh, <laughs> you know the teacher went up and said, "Hey, your pants are too low." That's all. It takes. It. That's really all it takes. Now, she, but she said, "Would I be? Uh, would I say this person needs to go to jail?" Yeah, but for he that? just right. said that all the kids laughed. Well, around. there were kids yeah. in there, and the, and and the librarian's like, hmm, digging the pencil down. Odd decision. Now, there's just a better way to go about. We're that. talking about. <laughs> we're talking about an inch. Let's not. Let's not media inflate and say she shoved the pencil. Sure, over. right. I didn't know that all the kids were around watching. Not all of them. There were a couple kids that are going to laugh. He felt embarrassed. It's not like the whole class was there going, "All right, watch the teacher do this." A couple people like, "Oh, it, that was hilarious," and that's all it takes to embarrass. So oh, then it'll people. spread throughout the. Sure. Floor. Then it's going to turn into a mess. You don't. I, I've always known it since I was about five. We don't put our fingers. There are supplies in another person's butt crack, especially without their permission. That might be violating right. personal space yeah. a little. Yeah, it, it is. is. It really is. I mean, I wouldn't do that to friends. Like, put my pencil in your butt crack. It's a good punch coming. I mean, when you first said it, I'm like, all right. So the teacher's pointing out, trying right. to help. Put a, little, put a little eraser in that butt crack and go, well, look what I found. Woo-hoo. But if you're doing it around a bunch of people, you're There's, not really yeah. helping. And Well, you're not helping. I think you're going to get in trouble for that, even if it's just a solo thought I was being cutesy. But again. Maybe the best way to lose your job in 2019. The most embarrassing fashion to say, I understand you lost your job. What happened? Oh, man. Well, it was a classics felony. Oh, my God, that sounds terrible. What would you do? Put an eraser in a kid's butt crack. Butt crack. New profession. (laughs) Yeah, you can't teach anymore. (laughs) You got to do something else completely. And that story follows you forever. That's why it's terrible. That someone would have to say your name, Vicky Biddle Martin, on the radio and stuff because they'll never forget who you are, Vicky Biddle Martin. That you're the one forever putting an eraser in a kid's butt crack. Again, is the punishment a little excessive? A class six felony? Yeah. Yeah. Should she probably not work at the school for at least a while? With special needs? Yeah. Maybe she just was, you know, maybe she's done it with her kids and stuff, being cute. I'm like, look at this. Yeah, mom, a mom yeah, would do that. Mom would do that, and she kind of lost. Kind of the way. And, yeah, and brother and sister would laugh. Uh-huh. I look very nearly smacked an ass that wasn't uh, the wife, just because it was an ass bent over, and I'm in such a habit of hitting bent over asses at the house that when one bends over, I'm like, oh, geez, I almost took a shot at that lady. That's a class six felony. I have to learn that now. That's uh, 
That's a pretty good way to get fired. That's a pretty interesting story on your resume, I think. I think that's a... It's not good by any means, but you're certainly going to be right. What remembered. kind of eraser was it? Was it a fruit one? Or I don't know if it was one of those big kindergarten pencils. Yeah. Would it change if it was a yardstick? In like yes, it would. Yes, yeah. it would change a lot, Brady. I'd be uh, a little upset if my teacher stuck yeah. a yardstick. They're on. thick. Or well, they're I'm just sideways saying, you know, she has a space. She has a yard in between. Yeah. And she <laughs> then goes, I think hey, everybody crack showing. Yeah, yeah. And a, in a mile radius sees you doing a three-foot <laughs> yeah. stick, just poking it in some kid's ass. Tape, maybe a 25-foot tape measure. Ma'am, everyone Ew. can notice this. Well, it's not meant to embarrass, but your pants are half off. I'm just glad she didn't use one of those weird compass things with the pointy oh, end. Oh, yeah, that would. Oh, but you just don't stuff things in the crack of uh, any kids. And, you know, let's not make it's a bigger hey, deal. Pull up your it. pants. Yeah. Right. Pull up your pants, young man. Yeah. Just yeah. use your words. Yeah. Now, she decided to go a little further with that. And now she's facing some jail time, which I think is just incredible. She's not going. I know. But to even have to deal with a class six felony and fight it off, I'd rather go to jail for a couple days and just hit reset than I would stand in court and try to whittle this down. Basically, that's all she's going to do is whittle it down to some misdemeanor thing. She loses her job because she broke the law. It's a it's a bit excessive. I agree. That's a she gets a felony and Robert Kraft gets a misdemeanor. Boy, exactly my point. People and, and look, you're looking at Jesse Smollett. And talk about the crack difference. Yeah, and they're sitting there saying he's going to go to court and try to whittle this down to nothing. And this lady's out. She's done. She's gone. There's no chance she's coming back. She'll get a misdemeanor out of it, but she's done. There are people on the Empire set that are like, we're going to bring Jesse back. I'm like, holy crap, he can keep his job? This lady put an eraser in a kid's butt. Now, maybe a year off. That seems reasonable. Well, they'll plead it down to a misdemeanor, but. How do you pack things? Like, I'm trying to imagine, like, somebody at work, like, uh, pulling a stunt like Smollett did. And you're going to back You're going to stand with your arm around him going, hey, I'm with him. If Brady did it, I mean, yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah, but but it, think about it. Even though jackass. Even the librarian, doing? even the librarian sold out the teacher with the eraser. Terrence Howard's got his arm around Jesse Smollett going, maybe, maybe. If it all comes out, he's coming back. I'm, I've got us back. The librarian at the school didn't have this lady's back when it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, a couple kids giggled. She should get in trouble, but let's not call the authorities here. I know. But uh, they, they stand behind you in, the, in Hollywood. But at the school, never again. Never, ever again. <laughs> eraser in a butt is a never again thing. If Jesse Smollett would have said they put an eraser in my butt, people would be in jail. But, yeah, it's uh, it's horrifying. And my dad's fear of pencils and pens up butts, that's where it starts. If you don't stop it there, then years from now, it's going to continue. And uh, that's what you got to worry about. What a great I, I think you're right, though. She got caught up in the moment like it was uh, like her, her own kids. kids. Yeah, she's 50-something years old. Uh, it's not yeah. like she doesn't know the kids, but still, yeah, you got a little comfortable, and you did one right. of the things you might do with kids that are like, uh oh, boop boop, grandmas do stuff like that. You know what I think is the next class six felony in a school? Some lady in her sixties will see a kindergarten kid and go, "Your hair's a mess." Lick her hand and then like straighten the hair like <laughs> grandmas Assault. used to do, Assault. and it's like, "Oh my god, what the hell are you doing, lady?" What, I'm just trying to fix your hair. You can't lick yourself and then put it on me. Get the dirt off the face. You're going to jail for a little bit. Yeah, and the thumb lick and the scrub next to the dirt. She licked me. She didn't lick me. She licked her finger and she started to wipe her spit on my face. Kids wouldn't understand that today. Nobody's done that to them. That used to happen to me all the time. I had a teacher, Mrs. Corns, who I think of as like a thousand years old. But she was probably like 35. An awful I, teacher name. Kind of like I know. It's pretty rough. Mrs. Corns. She's a sweet lady, though. Kindergarten. And uh, 
she licked her hand like several times and straightened my hair for picture day, which my hair was fine. But I remember her just going through and then doing it to everybody. Like she's licking her paw and like she was a lion. lion fixing you up. Like a lioness fixing her kids. And just straightening everybody out. You were balding at kindergarten? I wasn't balding. You didn't need to be balding. You ever say, you never had anybody do that to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was constant. She was doing it to the girls. You got a little hair here. Mom, mom thing. It was a mom thing and it was common. And Mrs. Corns did it to everyone. You had corns. I had Mrs. Crumb. The crumb corns. I like them. They're together. Mrs. Stewart was the thumb licker to get anything off your face. And then just like, you got a little something right here. And she'd lick it first. Like she couldn't just wipe it off. She had to lick her thumb first. Aren't those usually the childless teachers? Class six felony is what it is to it. I don't care what her personal problems You're are. You're going to jail. You're lady. going to the can. You're going to have to learn how to take a shiv or something in the ass. Because you deserve it. Pencil butt lady. I think we might be going a little overboard to listen. Again, suspension. Maybe she doesn't teach at that school anymore. You know, if the Catholic Church can move people from place to place for stuff like this with kids, I think the school system can go, all right, look, let's just get her away from those. Get her off for a year. She may be a Yeah, take a a week off. Take a couple weeks off. Think about this. I know you didn't do anything really gross. This isn't sexual. Let's not blow this lady up. Let's let's not go too crazy. I don't know. Did did she say anything when... Is there any sexual innuendo? Yeah, well, no, she, she said was. She, she said, took the pencil and put it in her nose. You're yeah. running rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if she did that, then they, then we may have to. She put, her, put the pencil in there and said, I've got beer. <laughs> <laughs> she slid him his no- yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, here's my number. Oh, number. And then the, at the end, when she pulled the pencil out, she, she licked it. And she said, I want to f*** you so bad. And the librarian's like, I heard you. She's like, shut up. I'll kill you. Yes, you're in on it. Yeah, no, she didn't do anything close to that. Vicki Biddle Martin is 56 years old and is in the news. And uh, I'm not on her side. She was wrong. But let's calm it down a tad. <laughs> they're going to be doing this stuff to Kyler Murray today at the... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to yeah. stick fingers in her butts and all that. <laughs> yeah, the combine's back. And I, the underwear you, Underwear Olympics. Steve I uh, really screwing things well, up. Well, you know, yesterday he went out there and said, Oh, <laughs> Josh Rosen's our quarterback right now. Well, does that mean Kyler Murray's out? Who that? What? Uh, uh, I'm going to Ursay's house for pills. So, yeah, he screwed up because Cliff Kingsbury, back in October before he even had the job, said, man, if I had the number one pick, I'd pick Kyler Murray. And then they got the job with the team with the number one pick, and they held him to it. And he's like, well, now, wait a minute. I didn't have the Cardinal job when I said that. Uh, now I've got Josh Rosen, and I'm sticking to it. In fact, Steve Kime was the one who goes, man, you got to lay off that kind of stuff in the future. Just know, never, ever start saying who you'd pick first. They'll, it'll come back and haunt you. Kime, boozy, yesterday. So you're comfortable with Josh Rosen? Are you going to go with Kyler Murray? Patrick, I mean, sure. Josh Rosen's our quarterback right now. But uh, Ringing endorsement. We got the draft. <laughs> Speaking of draft, I'll have a tall boy. It's perfect. You would never know. We'll talk to him today. The like, only, I, I think I know you guys. Yeah. Seen you the only thing I'm going to add to the impression, because after watching him talk, is this noise here. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a, a beer and uh, and some wood? Because I was like, I'd like to now on some wood, please. So, yeah, nice job, Kime. You have your kid coach, Lil Kingsbury, trying to straighten out the mess. And there you go, popping off again. Lil Kingsbury. Lil Kingsbury. (laughs) 
Little Kingsbury, he's in a pickle. He's never done this before. He needs your help. You're not helping. You're They're, not helping with your right nows. They're lined up on the wall right now. He's picking his team. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful with your words, there, Clifford. Lead, lead by example. Hey, where's my class? <laughs> Look at that, Patrick Peterson's pants are down. We'll give you a pencil. So yeah, it's uh, it's not good for the Cardinals because they're the first, they got too much of a spotlight on them. So everything they say is uh, not good. And you got little Clifford and uh, Drunky McBoozehound running the show out there, getting all sorts of press, asking him, "Well, what do you think of that Kyler Murray? He's a talent. He looks good in red." <laughs> what does that mean? And then I saw Bruce Arians get interviewed yesterday. He's purple now. He should not be coaching. Do you he like that color? No, no, I did not like the. Didn't I didn't. Like... I didn't like the purple on Bruce. He was on the verge of death when he left. I know. He? I was watching, and I'm like, oh, the color of my TV is really bad. But they had the Buccaneers logo underneath, and I'm like, but that's perfect. That's Bruce Arians' new face, and it's bright purple. Uh, the hypertension is strong. <laughs> that's he, what happens when you put the God. red and orange together. I think he wasn't in. He was in a gray coat. It just had the Buccaneers logo on the screen, and that's the only reason I didn't go try to adjust the tint and color on my TV, because Bruce was purple like there was a, like one of my cables was out. Maybe he'll die doing what he loves. He's not going to make it. On the sideline. He is going to blow up, I think. I don't Has think anybody he... died on the sideline? Uh, well, had, first. I coached a couple years ago almost. Well, Urban Meyer laid down for a little while, and so did uh, Gary Kubiak, remember? Oh, he yeah. Just, he yeah. laid down for a little while during the game. He's, he's okay now, too, apparently. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know if any, nobody's ever died. If they have. They haven't talked about it. Well, maybe the first time for everything. Yeah. Well, it's going to be Bruce Arians. If I have his eyes, if Vegas has to have a line on that. It's probably no line at all because he's purple now. Thirty-three. The NFL Network interview with him. I'm like, both of you, the cameraman and the reporter, have to show a little responsibility here and say, "Hey, Bruce, let's sit down for a second. The standing thing is killing you." You think Kyler Murray's going to be five ten today? Uh, they're going to make him 5'10". You think so? Yeah, I think he'll be 5'10". Stand straight up. He looks, he looks 5'10 to me. Don't right. go near those other quarterbacks because they'll yeah. power over. Yeah, you don't want to stand next to other guys. You think right. he's like on his tippy toes on the <laughs> yeah. when he's getting measured? Drew Brees, which is an anagram for beers, <laughs> is only 5'9". Uh, he's a quarterback right now. There's your boy. There's, a, there's Beaver. Four-inch cleats. How about that picture? <laughs> Uh, we'll, just, we'll just buy him bigger shoes. Yeah. You know what he's smiling at in that photo? It's 4.58. Ah, a, two more minutes. That's that Yeti cooler in front of him. Yes. The media camped out at Rosen's house not to get his room. Yeah, that poor guy. It's not his fault. Slapping his forehead. Oh, man. And then yesterday, the NFL Network was, uh, you know, all the... Prognosticators. They had uh, Dwight Freeney and uh, Terrell Davis and a couple other people. Were like, you got to draft Kyler Murray first because it's Cliff Kingsbury's system, and that guy fits it better than Rosen. So, so I just think of Josh Rosen sitting at home going, "What the hell did I do wrong here? I mean, you hired a bad you got coach. bludgeons for yeah, a yeah, year. I got beat up for a year. You hired a terrible coach. You got drafted by the Cardinals. Generally, that's the problem. You should have said no. No, thank you. No, thank you. Redraft with the tenth pick overall. The Cardinals select Josh Rosen. Crowd's like, yay. <laughs> All right, Josh has sent up a letter. Uh, thank you, but no thank you. I understand there's an opening in the CFL. And Roger Goodell, if you want to know how to run a football league, look north.
Because the CFL told Johnny Manziel, yeah, we're colluding. You're never going to work here, ever. <laughs> any, team, any team that signs you, we will not recognize the contract. He is not an employee of the Canadian Football League. Buh bye I want to thank my coach Sherman, my teammates, and the CFL fans. My time there reestablished my love for the game yeah. of football. Nobody knows what he did. I look forward to new options. You do more interceptions than touchdowns. Well, I know that, but that shouldn't get kicked out of an entire league forever. I mean, how many guys have done that? If that was the case, the CFL would be empty of, of talent. Basically the asshole clause, isn't it? Yeah, I think he just got so, like the Alouette's owner was like, I can't believe anyone would tolerate such an asshole. And it didn't ban him from the entire game. Well, you know they had drugs, alcohol, all that stuff in his what? contract. Oh, sure. Like if he got caught with anything. Or... But they didn't say what he did. And what they do you said, think made him an asshole? But you can't no. ever hire him again. In writing, we got this Kaepernick problem because Goodell effed it up so bad. But in writing, it said, eh, we just don't want him here. So any team that hires him. It's not going to be recognized. You can't, so don't. Yeah, nobody's trying. Violated undisclosed conditions. Yeah, something in his contract, in his contract was. Yeah, I'm sure it's drugs or alcohol or whatever. But still, that's how you handle it. That's how a company says he's out, and you avoid all the problems when they're like, "No, he knew. That's it. We get rid of him. He's done." Great stuff. Yeah, the NFL combines going on. Teachers. Taking headlines, that I, I do feel sorry. And again, if you know Vicky Biddle Martin, just tell her, look, you got to sit out a couple plays. This, that was dumb, but uh, really, what you did was just kind of grandmotherly and a little bit over the top. But let's let's not treat her like a sexual predator. And the librarian at that school, you rat. All you got to say is it was no big deal. She pointed it out and tapped the kid in the butt crack. It, I mean, who who knows one inch of a pencil going into the top of a kid's butt crack? The librarian's about an inch went in. Yeah, you'd know. A little bit more than an inch of the eraser. Freaking. I can't stand her. Those kids That's like why. her. That's a librarian. <laughs> Vicki Biddle-Martin. We all think it's a little excessive. You just take the rest of the year off. Hopefully everyone forgets. But I don't hey, want to think see, about what you've done. I don't want to see you in a courtroom with a lawyer going, we'd like to, you know, try to negotiate out of this class six felony. Here's She'll never vote again. Here's the Ticonderoga pencil right yeah. here. <laughs> They're taking her voting rights away if she's found guilty of this, the highest charge. That's ridiculous. <laughs> a woman can never make a decision I in think politics. taking the rest of the year off a little. That's strong, but probably necessary in this day and age. You shove something. Anything goes in a kid's butt crack, you can't. You can't let one go, no matter how little it is. Because you she got one guy. Like, hey, now wait a minute. She got away with it. All I did was stick three inches of my finger, and that's maybe two months off. You gotta, you gotta send a message to the people that would take it the next level. You know, butt crack touching by the teachers. I stand firm on that rule. But this one seemed to be more of a slip up today. I mean, Coach Flake at Rhodes Junior High didn't let us have towels until we were done showering, so it was a bunch of naked kids running around while he stood around and approved whether or not you could have one. It was that, a different time. That was though. a totally different time. And that was to prevent towel fights or something? I don't know something? what it was. He just liked to stand by the showers and watch eighth graders naked because we were in those Auschwitz showers, the eight heads, the single stalls. sticks. And there's eight naked kids in one spot just standing there just getting wet with no soap present at all. If you didn't bring your own soap, there wasn't any provided by Rhodes Junior High. It wasn't like a pump over the thing. You just stood and, and watered down. And then you stood there with your prepubescent penis next to Todd Lincoln. Lincoln's in his humongous, pubed-up hog in eighth grade. 
feeling already a bit uncomfortable. And Coach Flake's like, no towel for you. You're not going to walk away. So you had to walk from your locker to the showers naked because he wouldn't let you wrap up. That That's a class six felony if I've ever heard of one. But, you know, we survived. And Todd went to jail for a little while. But what are you going to do? One <laughs> because of that, I don't think. Maybe that was his thing. Maybe he got screwed up. He wanted to get back to the showers again. Yeah. Mr. Craig pointed to Kristen Stabile's boobs once. At least that's what I thought because she sat directly in front of me. And he goes, wow, looks like that would weigh a ton. And he reached for her chest and she had some sort of brooch on her. But it looked like he was grabbing her cans. And I'm like, whoa, this guy is aggressive. And he held her, her brooch, which would have, you know, that's inappropriate. Just don't touch him. you got to set the standard that the teachers can't touch him. The butt crack thing, too far. Class 6 felony, way too far. Vicky Biddle Martin, you know what you did. It's silly. You're going to cry at home a little bit. I didn't really mean it. I believe you didn't mean it. I think you can't get to 56, and then all of a sudden you want to start fiddling the kinder. What did you say this was at again? Uh, it's something called Justine Spitalny School. It's not in Phoenix. It's in Phoenix. Oh, it is in Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Cartwright Elementary School District, wherever that is. You got me. But, uh, yeah, Miss Martin, cry it out. Take a deep breath. It feels like the world's coming down around you right now. It is. It'll go away. It's the desert sky mall area. Is that where it is? Okay. What's well, hard? I want to see your mug shop. So do I. <laughs> I bet you it's just like shrugged shoulder what emoji. The, <laughs> the shrugged shoulder emoji. Like, what the? Yeah, I know what I did was wrong, but I didn't realize class six felony. The parents of the autistic kid take a step back and say, hey, we're pretty upset that you did what you did, but let's not. Let's not kill this woman's right to vote. <laughs> That's the thing. I was like, a class six felony. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they're like criminals who are still allowed to vote. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Taylor wants to know what Todd Linkus' his penis is up to today. Well, you know what, Todd? If you're listening, I'd love to hear from him. It's been a while. Went to a ball game a couple years ago. It was nice. I like Todd. He was fun. The man child. He's one of those guys that got old fast. Uh, it's 6-11. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? It's 585-9800. That's the phone number. Give us a song. Wake us up. We'll find out where Eric's going to go to give you guys free stuff, and we'll scream it together. It's 98. Wake up! All right. Thank you, Silence the Voice. Got an email from a guy who says, uh, please don't use my name, John. I was convicted of a Class 6 felony. I did time. I uh, had to petition to get my rights back. They were granted, and now I can vote again. Okay. You did time. You must have done something. I don't know what you did. But I'm guessing that you were probably doing things you knew were wrong. It was egregious and egregious crime. <laughs> he shoved, a, he shoved a, uh, a full pack of Sharpies in a kid's ass. Did your time and your petition. Now, this lady, just, you know, let's be honest. She didn't go to work that morning going, if I see a butt crack, I'm going for it. And she didn't tell friends, like, I love the little Spectrum Boys butt cracks. Like, that's, like, she, this was not a premeditated thing. Grandma acted like grandma. Did a thing that grandmas do. Probably thought, whoa, that's, I shouldn't have done that. Immediately probably thought, I'm in trouble for that. Probably and walked that around one with time that. time your friends laughed at you, that's yeah. how you'll learn to pull them up. <laughs> that's right. That's true. Probably walked around with that hot feeling all day like, oh, man, this is going to come back and get me. Hoped for the best, like it would just kind of go away, and then all of a sudden papers, police, plastic felony. Let's just, let's just calm it down. Pretty great, though. 
Uh, we had uh, uh, Mike uh, Rembrandt says the story about the special needs teacher is insane. I remember I was hit with a yardstick by Mrs. Hartwell. She used to hit with the yardstick. My teacher, Mr. Rogers, sixth grade, Roosevelt Elementary, uh, traded in his yardstick because he'd break them so often for a thing called Mother Bear, which was a three-foot oak stick that he would smash desks with when we were loud. And it was uh, the loudest. Get your attention. Crying. There was literal, like, post-traumatic stress from that. When that thing came out, kids would shake. Like, <laughs> The poor girl named Stephanie that sat up front had the worst sixth grade ever because she had her period in white pants and also sat up front where Mr. Rogers would smash Mother Bear down onto the desk and occasionally crack the desk with this 10-pound oak stick to get our attention. When that thing went up in the air, he held it up. We buttoned it up. Like you'd swallow real hard. Like, oh, don't hit the, don't hit Stephanie. Please don't kill Stephanie's desk. You guys want to play? The sticks in the air. Uh, all it took was a couple of times. But nowadays, I mean, it really was traumatic. It was a horribly traumatic thing. Mr. Uh, I forgot his name, the principal at Lake Prairie Elementary back in uh, Lowell, Indiana, was in a wheelchair, nicknamed Egghead. There's another you know, Batman guy. And uh, he carried a paddle on his lap. Couldn't, couldn't work his lower half. God knows why. Probably Vietnam, I guess. Sister Betty had a uh, ruler stick. Yeah, but that's okay. For some reason, in the Catholic, Catholic Church, schools, they're cool with the deal. If you, you put your hands out on the desk, they smack was the, the last crap year, Yeah, and they, if you're out of hand, you put your hands out. Yeah, and get a little smack on the hand. That's like a known in Catholic schools. Where nuns are allowed to hit your kid. And the peace and love. Yeah, parents, yeah. because the parents trust them. They, they, they're disciplining your kids. Spare the rod. In the book, you see, but public schools, a dude carrying that paddle with holes drilled in it for better airflow for the dude in the wheelchair and you're like jesus we used to play dodgeball with basketball we used to do the same yep <laughs> yep we used to do the same and you know who'd line up for it? the slow kids and you never knew why and i'm talking slow like physically like the mentally slow kids and like we'd pick them not one kid lined up on that wall with the two captains like if it was me and mike burkhart who were captains on picking teams like, I'm like, all right, which one we're going to have here and there? Not one person ever looked at the kid who was mentally prepared to be part of it and said, you, dude, you can't. We were very inclusive. I always like well, to, we would hit to them with enforce stuff. that. Uh, and also, we're going to play this, uh, no headshots. Yeah. Like, we're no. that accurate. say that. No. What happens every time? Yeah, headshots are not. Well, the basketball is a little heavier, so you, you have bad release. Yeah. Sometimes they float high. Well, we would have retarded kids come out at recess, and I'd pick one. Well, tough. those Voight playground balls had good action on them. Great. Here's what you need to know about dodgeball. If you got a little bit of a sped kid on your team, the other team like starts drooling because they know he's an easy out. So everybody starts focusing on him. You, you can chuck, chuck at them while they're focused yeah. on the mental. So it was good to have one on your team. You learn that if you had one off your team. Like, they used oh, to call the bigger the Voight ones like you're talking about Toledo, the big ones, yeah. we'd call it medicine ball. No, I don't want so cherry balls and medicine balls. Yeah. Yeah, but the medicine ball, when you start getting into real medicine balls, you don't want to start chucking those. You the big one in the air and take the little one at him. I mean, unless James Harrison is in your class, you're not going to have too much luck. Oh, remember to pick James first next time. Somebody's in the protocol. Don't go for loyalty. Brad and I aren't that good of friends, but I picked him first over Harrison. I'm taking a beating. Uh, last this? night I spent... huh? 
girl, Brittany Zamora. Brittany Zamora had sex with a boy in a classroom while the other student watched that gorgeous Brittany Zamora. They have body cam footage of her arrest, and they have released I saw the that. text. Did you hear what she said? Okay, Brittany Zamora, if you don't remember, was this insanely cute uh, teacher over there in the West Valley that she... Uh, hold on. Don't play that yet, because the words what she says are amazing. Hit pause. So uh, she had sex with a boy. She was back and forth. This kid was smooth. He had some great lines. His texts were as good as her texts, and he was 12. She's hot. Uh, the kid was a stud. Everybody knows it. The, she was married. I think the guy was a firefighter, if I'm not mistaken, the husband. And I was like, oh, and they put him on the news. And he's like, I stand by her. I don't think any of this is true. It turns out it's all true. So he's on the news and stuff. Then the body camera footage, which is classic. Listen to what she says to the cop when she realizes she's going to jail. She, she looks great, by the way, in her little dress and her... Yep. Oh, she's fantastic looking. So this said before, this officer has a body cam. Got her cuffed. Well, so, um, just to make you feel more comfortable, even though... You're not comfortable. You're putting on these gloves. Did you double lock? Uh, I didn't. I okay. She's got a little tattoo on the inner uh, bicep okay, I'm there. I'm going to take your wrist in here, okay? No, we just want to make sure they don't you. Okay. So we double lock. She's pretty calm at this point. But what she says when she gets in the car is brutal. Yeah, they took her shoes off or something. She's driving around barefooted like I do. Little cankle going on there. Yeah, I don't know when it happens. And she gets in the car? No, she gets in the car. Do you have anything on you that's going to hurt me, poke me, stick me, Brittany? Do you have anything on you that's going to hurt me, poke me, stick me, anything like that? Anything dangerous? No weapons? Okay. Yeah, can't anyway, so we'll get to that later. She gets in the car and she goes, I'm tiny. They're going to tear me up. <laughs> I'm like, wow. The Leses? Yeah, you should have thought of that when you were taking 12-year-old D in the classroom. But now it's been revealed that there was a boy in there, uh, you know, at myteacher.com, just like bangmywife.com. Where some kid was in there watching it, and she was sweet with it. Brittany, if you're listening, I don't know. I, I <laughs> got someone for you to call if you want to talk to how, how to live the life in there. Yeah? Our friend Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah Jay Gutentag. She ran that. She ran that. Listen, I think it's right about here. She says it. Here, you got sound up? Give me sound, Rich. Or not. He's just watching it. Hey, jackass. Look at him. He's gone. <laughs> He's not even playing along. Hey, you're two feet from me. Hey, hey, turn the sound on. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm trying to find the spot. <laughs> Waving at you for uh, your foot away from me, man. How did you not see that? Your head is definitely man, not on a swivel. No. Never. <laughs> All right. It's you... time to take him to Tactical Black. I just found a sheep. Man, you are exactly what I'm talking about. Your Victim. wallet is gone. If somebody walks the wallet? <laughs> Everything. He's going to go home without a house. Like, oh, somebody actually stole my entire home. I was in the yard the whole time. My uh, pen was in you all the way down. <laughs> I mean, the spectrum is big, but he's only covering a little piece of it. You got her saying it? It's Not so yet, hot. It's so sick. Just keep playing it like she's in the car. She's so hot. And then I know you're short. You're just like me. So that thing's going to be right. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, he's hitting on her still. He's yeah. kind of making moves. The cop's so nice to I him. know you're short like... You know you're short like me. we got a lot in common, you know, except <laughs> that whole, uh, you know, kids thing. Anyway, you look pretty good in that skirt. You don't mind if I buckle this up, do you? And again, she was, was she Sorry. running in a field? 
Yeah, I don't know. She was in, she was just getting pulled over on her way to work. She's in the middle of nowhere. Road. Yeah. Well, they're pulled over. The road's right next to them. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna tow your car. Okay. And uh, the so the tech, whenever you give whenever we're gonna bring you down Sorry. to our station. Okay, you're gonna speak to a detective, and they'll kind of explain uh, what's gonna happen. So if you have any questions, I know I know you want to know the answers now, but I I can't. look at that leg. She's hot. Oh, she's got her little foot cocked up like she's still trying to show some calf. I'm going to flex that calf. The boys are watching. Oh, cop would be in trouble if there's just one cop. Yeah, I think She'd it's be offering in the all types of services. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, look, there's things I'll do that are way out of line. There's three there, so she can't you have to know. Well, that might not be. That might be when she's driving later. She's in the car and she just—it's quiet and she just goes, "I'm tiny. They're gonna tear me up." The cops like, "Yeah, yeah, I'd tear you up too, sweetheart. <laughs> You're smoking hot." You know those cops are talking about that. Oh my gosh! Like we should have just jabbed one in stupid body cams. <laughs> I'm short like a twelve-year-old, just like you. I'm short. I'm a short cop, like I'm twelve. I'm like a twelve-year-old boy. I'm a cop who's short. Get it? Are you following me? I'm exactly what you like. I don't get laid. I don't like my wife has not touched me in months. I'm short like a tw- I'm short like a 12-year-old, huh? Wink nudge. What are you doing? What are you saying? You know what I'm saying? I shaved extra good today cuz I knew I was arresting you. The kids the boy was 12? 12. 6th yeah. grade. God. Yeah. That's There's another kid in the room. Yeah. I'm going to cuff you, and then uh, I need your phone number. Yeah, but the, again, uh, part of the going back to uh, my boy Todd. When he was 12, you'd have thought he was about 19. Yeah, Ben Burry's the same way. Yeah. I, they were using Instagram. They posted their, their chat. Oh, what is it? It's uh, uh, He says, what you doing? She says, thinking about your sexy self. Oh. He says, ah, baby, I wish you were with me. No. He's she 12. Says, I, know. I don't have this game now. She <laughs> says, I want you, baby. We can F again. I want you, baby, so bad. Whenever we can, you know I'm down, he says. You know I'm down, girl. Like you for real get sexier to me every day, LOL. She says or he says? He says. He said that to his teacher. Yep. I, this is. Meanwhile, I just told a story about Mr. Rogers scaring me with a yardstick. Same grade. I want to F you bad, baby. Those times weren't enough for me. Double hearts. That's her response. Man, I don't even. That's just. Get I it. can't even fathom I that. Can't. At twelve. Well, because I was such a doof at twelve. There were kids who were more that's, advanced. That's a mentoring program. Yeah, that's. It's learned a lot. Toledo's kids older. I than know. Yeah. And they use his Instagram too. Why do you think I check his Instagram? All I the check time? it constantly. All the time. I mean, wow. And then she's worried about getting. They're gonna rip me apart, in jail, because I'm little. Just like the kids you were having. What the? Yeah. Let's not be talking Man. about domineering. She points. is hot, though. I mean, I'd have been if I'd have been, I'd have been a twelve-year-old boy. I'd have been pretty attractive. Was she married or anything? Yes, oh, yeah. she had that firefighter husband. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Pretty sure he was a firefighter. But yeah. terrible for that guy. You talked about it could be a little but brutal at the firehouse. Terrible for that guy. Yeah. Let's get a divorce because of. Oh, he's single now. A twelve, yeah, but that's a tough story on Bumble. <laughs> Why'd your marriage break up? Well, um, long story. We had differences. She's in jail. What? Yeah, that's true. She. You uh, got beat out by a twelve-year-old. Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs>
your last name's more. And as easy yeah, as it is, exactly. his, his la- he's got to change exactly. his last name. You Google everybody you try yeah, and date. Absolutely. On Bumble, so let's take a look. You're not, not the murder. same. Wait a minute. Zamora. You're not the dude who, uh, whose wife was humping. He was 12, but he did have grass on the field. He was a big boy. Yeah, God damn it. I mean, the oh, kids right. hung like a 13-year-old. <laughs> he was, he's got to pump up the kid. He's got a big, uh, look, I saw this kid. He had a huge pecker. He was, he was all about big. It's great, though. She was hot. But, man, it is tough. And everybody's emailing, man, I just saw the arrest of Brittany Zamora. She is damn hot. What a dress. Yeah, that's all guys. <laughs> Not the criminal aspect. I'd tame that little filly. <laughs> the two even sexually touched each other while oblivious students watched a video record show during class. Man, Think about that the next time you watch a video stop. in class. They couldn't stop themselves. I can understand him going, I'm touching boobs and butts and, and the PP, the girl PP, I'm going for it. But, you know, she had to have some sort of restraint. Nope. God, I know we're not allowed to see the kid, She's but I want to see her. I want to see the kid. He's probably just got it slung over his shoulder. It's, like I, it's massive. There's nothing I can do. A little Peter North. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I'd shake hands with you, but I've got to hold this up or it breaks my spine. <laughs> wow. There's a Mora Slayer. Anyway, that poor lady's out. So, you know, public schools, go get them. Have fun there. This quote, he was telling this to the detectives. She said she wanted to give me a blowjob and stuff is really big and stuff like that. (laughs) That's a horrible thing to laugh at. But he's like, I'm huge. And the cops are like, man, how'd you do it? Tell me exactly your moves. I don't know, it's pretty smooth on the text and the gram. Detective pushed him to clarify what exactly stuff meant. He hesitated before saying practically no whisper. My dickums. <laughs> My dickums is massive, yo. Want a photo? Just go through her phone. Good Lord, is this the 12-year-old boy's penis, Brittany? It is. I can't say I blame you. <laughs> That's amazing. Look at it. Curves to the left. She's ballsy. He remembered their first kiss. He was saying goodbye to her after the class one day while everyone was in parent-teacher meetings. So the class was loaded with parents and teachers. Mm. Grabbed him by the shirt and pulled him closer and gave him a smooch. You sexy long division Ah. expert. (laughs) You're probably so good at almost geometry. How were his grades? Very impressive. I'm sure, yeah, she was giving him A's, definitely. Man. Anyway, well, she's cute as can be. That arrest video is good. And that little sexy, I just think I'm going to get torn up. I'm so little. I'm just a little girl. Mm. Pull over for a second. I think Brittany's going to talk. It's all he about says, sex to her. It is. There were other times that uh, she would touch my stuff <laughs> at her desk while she pretended to look for something in a drawer. <laughs> this kid's got to make He just spill everything. You know what? Matter. He's like, he doesn't get you know what we should do to make uh, this resonate with people a little better? Have Caleb from the Shriners commercials read the text. Because <laughs> that really kind of puts into perspective of the age difference. Uh, <laughs> or we'll have your son Alex. read it. Have Alex read it. Uh, have Alex read uh, the transcript. That's a little too close. Uh, exactly. And that's when people will be like, all right, this is gross. This is, this is bad. Because when we're doing it, it's like, damn, kid. When it comes out of our mouth, like, geez, this kid's smooth. But if you did it like, hey, Alex, read the next thing he said. You'd be like, oh, this is uncomfortable in every direction it should be. Meanwhile, a pencil in a kid's butt crack, classic felony. Going to the same place. So she's got child porn, too, because she mm. convinced him to send her pictures of oh, himself. She's gone naked. for years. And she, I hope oh. she. Oh. Dream for Johnny. Uh oh. Cellmates with Jody Arias. 
Oh, I just finished. <laughs> so did Larry. <laughs> Larry and I both. Oh, is your cellmate Brittany? Oh. Anyway, what happened to her as a kid? To God, I don't mess know. her up. Man. Man. You gotta have something wrong with you. Pretty Nobody good. paid attention to her from fourth grade to twelfth grade, and she's making good now. She got she was the ugly duckling, I bet. I bet she was hideous Thank when she and she just and she always wanted that attention and never got it. Now she owns the school. She's cute. And if you're the father, the parents of the kid, oh. how do you how do you jumpstart that again? Look, you're gonna find another love. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it's. Man, I don't think a kid loved her. I think he just he, I think yeah, he play right. it like look, I wanted to hump and dump and she kept coming back. Oh. Anyway, yeah, we should have Alex read it because that puts it in perspective. Uh, by the way, speaking of things that are in perspective, I will never listen to another person on this planet complain about how bad things are. When the masked singer bragged all night last night that they've been renewed for a second season because the ratings were so amazing. This country is just fine. <laughs> All of you are complaining for the right to complain. The Masked Singer is a diversion for us. We should be up in arms that this is a thing. Gladys Knight was on The Masked Singer as The Bee, and The Bee unveiled her. So she came in third place in a singing contest with Terry Bradshaw and Ricky Lake. Antonio Brown. How did Gladys Knight not run away with us? Oh, it's because T-Pain won. And again... No one in the audience. They, they kept cutting to the audience of 25-year-old actors like, <gasps> like the suspense. They don't know who Donny Osmond is. They don't know who Gladys Knight is. I didn't know who T-Pain was. I had to look him up. And he's the champion. And then they're, they're like, man, this show was... the auto-tune guy, isn't he? He was the one who got in trouble for auto-tune. Yeah. Because yeah, he auto-tuned too much. So he, wanted, he felt like this was redemption. Last night he's like, man, I can sing. People need to know that. And I feel like the show's given me an opportunity. I'm like, who are you? Champion of Masked Singer. Did Gladys Knight come in second at least? Third. Third. Behind Donny Osmond and T-Pain. And again, an audience of young people shocked when it, when when the uh, the Peacock was Donny Osmond. And I'm like, you know, the reason you're shocked is you have no idea who that is. No clue who just took his hat off. I think he's back in Vegas now. Okay. They're not watching Donny Osmond. The 24-year-olds are not like, you want to go see Donnie Marie? My parents said that that was a great show at the Flamingo. It's never been done. But they kept feigning like, so then you're like, the whole audience is hired actors. He's blowing up on iTunes now. Oh, he's exploding. Who the hell is Donnie Osmond? I guarantee you the search engines blew up with who's Donnie Osmond last night. And Gladys Knight, too. Auto-tune puppy love. Yeah. And the thing is, the judges were told to scream out the name of the person as their hat came off. So people at home weren't like, who the hell is that? Because it, it, Monster's head came off. They're like, T-Pain, it's T-Pain, T-Pain. Everyone was like, oh, I would have never. I thought it was Marshawn Lynch. I had no idea who that was, none. And then they're like, we got renewed for a second season because this is quality entertainment in America now. I'm like, thanks a lot, Japan, for coming up with this gem of an idea that we got to deal you with. You watched it. I watched 10 minutes of it last night to find out what the hell it's about. And, I, you know, I don't even care. Conclusion. And it was driving me nuts. The B is Gladys Knight. I knew that. But it was just ridiculous. Two hours for an hour. Ad rates through the moon. What the hell did they do for two hours? They sang in costumes. All of them? And then Jenny McCarthy. Oh, and that was the best part of the judges' guesses. I think it might be Tiger Woods. Maybe Prince Charles. Like, the, the overshooting yeah. of who it might be. Wow. Like, they're never. And then Nick Cannon, the host, asked every person, why would you do a stupid show like this? Because it's fun and it's exciting. Gives me a chance to... No, because you're dead. You're dead in the water, Ricky Lake.
Yeah, it sounds like a list of people that need that. Show. That's what I want to know. Who is going so to be Terry Bradshaw, Joey Fatone, Terry Bradshaw, Antonio Brown, Ricky Lake, Margaret Cho? Uh, yeah, they all need that show. They all need it. So that's that's the best you can get. That's, that's season one. Really Who the hell is going to be in season two? Screech, <laughs> yeah. Paula Dean. Oh, yeah. This is all, all I can think of. Oh, yeah. Redemption. <laughs> like redemption. Redemption. Yeah. redemption. Rolls. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I have no idea who you're going to get for season two. Good Roseanne. look. But it's going to be obvious. And then like a Sean Spicer. Is Gladys Knight, because she's like, it was what a, what an honor it was. I'm like, you've got 10 Grammys. Beating Terry Bradshaw in a singing contest is not a moment of pride for you. It's Alzheimer's. You need to be checked into a facility. She this loves can't, to sing. This can't, she sings for a living. She doesn't have to put a bee head on and pretend. She did the national anthem at the Super Bowl, for God's sake. I saw her on a cruise. She was really good. She's phenomenal. She took the bee head off and sang uh, uh, some uh, Bonnie Raitt song. I'm like, God damn it. I'd have watched just the Gladys Knight special. I didn't need the bee outfit. Is it Diana Ross? Is it? Maybe it's, um, I don't know, maybe they resurrected Minnie Ripperton. Like, guys, judges, sit down, shut up. You don't know what's happening. Well, it's Neil Patrick Harris or God. I think it might be God in the B costume. You guys are you don't have any grasp of the low-level D-list celebrities. Kathy Griffin will be on there. Next uh, season will be uh, Brittany Zamora. I hope so. That would be great. At least there's a reason to watch. But, yeah, you're going to get Kathy Griffin, Paula Deen. Like, the lower-list celebrities will do it now. You're not getting Gladys Knight-type stuff twice. John, as a black texter, you thought it was Marshawn Lynch, huh? Because we all look alike. Come on, man. Yeah. Not going to lie to you. <laughs> T-Pain looks like Marshawn Lynch? When he first takes the hat off and he's still in half a monster costume and you just see the hair, I'm like, I think it's Marshawn Lynch. He turns around and I'm like, it might be Marshawn Lynch. I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then you look closer like, it's not Marshawn Lynch. Oh, I can see it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Especially if you now picture him from the neck down as a monster. And the hat just came off and you're like, who is that? Uh, that's Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's reasonable. And in answer to your other question, yes, we have trouble discerning many blacks from each other. And don't oh, wait lie. a minute. You could say that, you know, Brady looks like somebody or Toledo. Brady looks like, like a lot of white people. Yeah. yeah. We've seen but I can tell. that on our yeah. Facebook. But what's the difference? By the way? Because black people say the same thing about us and it's okay. Japanese people, a lot of them look alike. Uh, and to black people, white people all look alike. He also yeah. looks like Fat Flavor Flav a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. wears that hat and glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight that. That's pretty accurate. I still don't know who T-Pain is. Give me T-Pain's big hit. No idea. But he won. And, the, and then they're bragging. Like, this isn't, you guys, you guys soaked this up. Season two coming your way. And I'm only going to watch to see, like, which Bachelor contestant is on. He's already front page of uh, Apple iTunes. That's what I'm talking about. It's like it it resonated with the country. I, it's over. According to iTunes, well, he did he did low with Flo Rida, but that's a Flo Rida tune. Man. Buy you a drink. <laughs> Shoddy snapping. I don't know what any of that is. I don't even know that you're speaking. I love about it when white people read uh, Shoddy names Shoddy songs by rappers. Yeah. I just have to, do, have to do it phonetically. Well, because if you don't, yeah, if you say it, quote, white, shorty snapping, I want to buy you a dram. You get clapped back, Eric. Yeah, you get clapped back. You're like, it's like Richard Pryor doing a, you when he used to do yeah. impressions of white but people. But you can't help it because, <laughs> you know. We're, like the diction that we have in our songs is not the same as the urban rap. Shorty snapping. 
one of my favorite T-Pain songs. That's <laughs> so nerdy. Yeah, well, it's not, though, because we've made it like, you know, we've made a proper grammar nerdy. One of the next one is I'm in love with a stripper. I'm in love with a stripper. Okay, just add the age. Help me out. I'm in love with a stripper. You finish stripper. Shouldn't that be stripper? Right. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah. Shorty snapping. Shorty snapping. I enjoy when that shorty is snapping. What about booty work? W-U-R-K. One of my favorites. Oh, oh, that's unnecessary. It's just misspelled. It's pronounced the exact same way. Well, there's an umlaut over it. It would work better. Or look better. Booty work, booty work. With my shorty who is currently snapping. Come on. T-Pain won the mass Slinger. I want you to roll around in your Jeep. I do it. Put the top down. And wrap grammatically. What's up, guys? Shorty snapping. Shorty is snapping. She's snapping at me from the corner. Just ripping. Trip thrown down. Yeah, well, he would do it. It's just, it's ridiculous, though, that we get the bad rap for that. And then we sound stupid when we say it the way it's spelled. Shorty snapping. You're trying too hard. Like I've got no win here. <laughs> am I supposed to try harder? I can't or am I win to up? the battle. Either nerd or racist. Either I'm, uh, yeah. Either I'm <laughs> culturally appropriating something and everyone hates me, or I'm a complete doofus. Like, you're so white. I'm like, I don't win this battle. Shoddy snapping sounds stupid when I say. It. Take your shirt off, <laughs> baby. Right. Here's his new track. Because he won now. But now he's singing too. Goat talk. It's the yeah. rap that you yeah. say that just. Everybody's tired. Sounds like all the other stuff. I don't know. I don't get it. Goat talking. It's goat talk. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's a stupid country, and I stop giving them credit. Just don't care anymore. Uh, Eric's going out this morning. This is what you. This is what you should care about. Just somebody who's going out smiling and handing you free stuff. Smiling, always smiling. Always John. grinning. Known for it. <laughs> He's always grinning. Sunshine. Always grinning. See him get some T pain. See now I'm Wag. a racist, but I just said it like T pain would write it. Always grinning. Always grinning. You're too white. Damn it. It's my new hit. Always grinning. Eric, 67th Avenue in Bethany Home. That's where Eric's going this morning. Fries. He's got U-Fest tickets in his hand. You can sign up for those. Uh, football's back. Atlanta taking on your Arizona Hot Shots. It's good fun. Weather's perfect. Pop in there. Take a look at it. It's football in the middle of spring, which is glorious. Is your band opening again? Uh, we haven't been asked yet. Oh. Are we opening? Oh. I, I haven't heard anything we would. either. I don't know what we would have heard by now. Any money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you get paid for the last? Yeah, look, that was for the, that was for the big opener. Yeah, yeah, but there's still uh, invoices. I'm uh, I'm on collections right now. Yeah, you're gonna send them to collections. Got another. It's five it's days. gone to me right well, now. Well, Marty doesn't get a response back, and you're the one who kind of asked all the questions. I've, and I've been. You the were the middleman. Yeah. Well, you started. You're like, yeah. would you want to do this? I'm like, sure. Talk to Marty, and I thought you'd put him in touch with Bruce. So you if you, if I you don't did. get paid for this, does uh, Brady take the brunt of this because he? he no, no. It, Brady didn't know, so I can't blame Brady for it. I just introduced each yeah, other. He just, yeah, he just brought yeah, the parties you know, together. you were the catalyst. Yeah, you were the reason it wrong. happened. I, I feel I feel bad. 
you know. What, what happens? You, well, you, you should feel I feel, bad. Conf- I feel confident they're going to get their money. I do, too. This is going to take some time. But now, if we didn't get paid by it, uh, later when Brady's like, got a favor for you, got a buddy. He's like, no, yeah. you guys don't come He's out. Yeah, you're out. You're just out. It's like a dude you give tickets to, and he doesn't show up or use them. You're like, you never give that guy tickets again. You still like him. He's still a nice dude, but he's just off that list. It's, a yes. one of, you know, sometimes those deals are uh, you put your invoice in, and it's a 30-day payout. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuses. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're right on the bubble. Right Except now. for, like, Rock Bar and Joe's Garage. <laughs> exactly. Right. When it comes day. to music, it, it, that's why yeah. guys don't hit the stage until they get uh, cash. A lot of the time. But. So it was John's fault is what you're saying? No. no. It is. No. I'm with Eric. No, we were told. Look, it was, it was a corporate gig. We were told. Yeah, corporate gigs, usually there's an invoice and there's W-2s and all that stuff. Oh. So you, you expect a little weight. But, you know, it's it's been a, it's been three weeks. That's a pay period. Yeah, it doesn't seem like. That's a pay period. Yeah. They could have gotten that. And I'm not saying they're not going to. I'm just saying that's good. This week, this yeah. week. I mean, you know, it's not comfortable. Like normally, I'd be like, "No big deal." None, none of us are sitting there scratching for maybe Katero. He's, he's got. He needs. He some, needs. He needs some cash. So if they ask you to do another one without paying you for the first no, one, no, no, no. If we tell them, look, why don't you give us all of it right now for the last one and the next one, and then we'll do it. They pay us right now. But uh, you know, and then all the news like they can't even pay their players. I'm like, no. Well, Here I guess we the, go. The ban for opening day is probably pretty low on the list. Yeah. So, yeah, if Brady says, Kenny, why don't you come by and play my boys Geo? I got a grand open. I'm like, not going to do that. Your people don't pay. And he's paying in a timely fashion. Is you know, good business. And I understand. They're a new company. They're trying to get everything in order. They probably just don't have a system in place. But That's good. You're an understanding. I understand. Katero, however, has been texting in a group, hey, any news on the Hot Shots payday? <laughs> like, we'll get to it. Get hey, yeah, Don't worry about it. I know that the line. Send him down to the office. Yeah. Well, I sent him to the DES again. He's familiar with that line. He's got a new base he's got his eye on. <laughs> yeah. Some of us, you know, can't really get it going right now. We'll get you your dough. But the rest of the band is, you know, Marty's hand. We're not worried about it. We're not worried about it, but it is a little bit like our. Maybe this isn't the place you want to become regulars. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything Neither for that. You know, in, in fairness, I won't ever work with the Cardinals again. Same reason. Yeah. And they took forever to pay me. Talking they, like. They owed me 2500 bucks, and it took almost eight months. And they argued with me that they already gave but it to Wasn't me. that something where you washed your check in your jeans nope, or something? never got a check. And then when we did cash it, I had Brady sign it. I'm like, I don't even care. I'm going to put it in the bank. And then they, they claimed that they'd given me two. And I'm like, well, the first one never got cashed. That's your records because I've got all the stuff right here. And I said, in fact, I remember Brady signing the check because I just said, here, take it. This thing's blood money after nine months of begging for, you know, money you're owed for work. It wasn't like I did them a favor. They owed me the money. They agreed to the price. And they wrote down, and I'm like, you sign it. And it was the most obviously terrible signature. I'm like, here's the check. Here's the, here you go. I'm like, where's my other one that you guys claim I cashed? And they were trying to tell me I cashed two checks. I'm like, well, then that's bad on your part, too. Football team. You have no record of two checks, and you're trying to blame me? We have two payments. Well, I have one. That's your fault. And if you did pay me twice, you think I'd tell you? You think it's a conspiracy? Morons. Maybe uh, they don't like what you've been saying. I didn't care. Why did they hire me? I know they didn't like what I was saying. That's why I never came back for the second season. But guess what? I wasn't coming back anyway. You don't pay timely. Maybe, I, I always got my checks on yeah, time. Maybe, I worked for him for a Yeah, but bit. you worked for a month to, week to week. I worked for an entire one, sum, one lump sum. 
So I was like, fine. Uh, they're can, paying you all in one lump yeah, sum? Yeah, because they said at the end of the time. I'm like, that's cool. I said, I'm fine. I don't need the money. Like, this is great. I'll come by. I'll do the eight home games. Huh. That's great. And I said, just give me a check at the end or give me a check whenever. I'm like, all right. And then it just never showed up. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. So then maybe, uh, since it became some sort of a battle, because they were supposed to pay me as we went, and it just kept getting drug out, uh, maybe my commentary did get a little more uh, pointed. Was the salty? Uh, yeah. The other guys on the radio team, you had uh, Eric Hill didn't get paid. Uh, oh really? No. He's like, this organization sucks, man. <laughs> Eric he, Hill didn't uh, get during paid. commercials. That was before the salad days. During com- oh yeah, it was way before yeah. it. Yeah, but he he ev- during commercial breaks, Eric would commiserate with me about how terrible this group was, and he couldn't wait to just not have a part. Shoe contracts. Shoe contracts. He. He got in trouble for giving other players shoes. Yeah, Bill Lewis would always talk about yeah. They'd never give him gloves or nope. shoes. You had to you buy had to your own uniform. Own. You had to buy your own shoes after, <laughs> you know, your shoes would get torn up after each practice. And you had to get from the there shoulder on. Shoulder pads broke. You had to go to dance every, every day. You had to practice. buy. And, and only like a few guys had shoe contracts. So Eric was getting different sizes for the players. And when the Cardinals found out, they're like, you stop doing that number one draft pick with this supersized shoe contract. But given these guys who were, you know, they can buy their shoes. We sell them. Mr. B would pull they up. They were the middlemen for shoes. selling shoes? They were shoes? selling shoes. Wow. You had to buy equipment from the team as wow. a player. You're given uh, two pair or something. And yeah, you got, a, you got a couple freebies right off the bat, which would blow out during the Standard, right you know, like a restaurant. Your first, you know, it's much different now. In fairness, the Cardinals are a much different group. This is probably in 2002, and it was awful. That's why... They had such huge turnover with broadcast teams, and it wasn't because people were getting fired. Everybody was quitting. It was a it was a bit of a show, and occasionally, a girl Bidwell would pop up with her opinion, and everything would change a couple days later. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody needed that. I, I don't know why they hired me in the first place. They asked me to judge the uh, cheerleading contest, you were a little the competition. Brutal. Me and, uh, Robert, me and Robert Newhouse's son were writing down all these jokes, and I'm like, let's just say them. Like, uh, you're just not good enough. Or, no, that wasn't it. We were like, we went Simon Cowell before Simon Cowell, and we were dying laughing. Like, I don't like that you were making fun of these girls. Like, we weren't saying it to them, saying it to each other, but you were laughing the entire time. Like, it was hilarious. The bad dancing was hilarious. What are you going to do? You're asking us to judge. We're judging. Well, I didn't think it would go that direction. And like a week later, like, would you like to do the pregame show? <laughs> okay. Sure. Here we go. More of the same. <laughs> I'm going to do it. You didn't like last week. Remember that, right? Newhouse's kid was hilarious. Anyway, Eric's out there this morning. 67th Avenue in Bethany. U-Fest tickets. That's where the young man is. Uh, AZ Hotshots tickets versus the Atlanta Sun. I think they're the legends. Yeah. Oh, that's Sunday. Ticket Sunday. I thought they were just called the Atlanta Sun. Oh, no. Let's see what you've written. Sunday, yeah. The Atlanta legends. Four weeks of legendary football. <laughs> the Atlanta legends, like, you know, that guy, and then the dude he gets the ball to, the one up front, the, the big one. The other one you don't know about. Then the fast one. Legends. Uh, shirt CDs and more. Uh, 67th Avenue in Bethany Home this morning. What's on the big board of musical treats? Right, I'm a little late. I'll probably be out there, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes or so. Uh, we got... Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. I want to congratulate Arlene. We sold her house in one day. Now she's moving to Florida. Holy cow. Nice job, Arlene. Cut and run. So Cut long. And run. What did Ouch. she do? What what pencil butt? No. My crime is she teach? Yeah, I got to go. I don't care. Take any offer. I'm leaving. Yep. 
And she's we'll, got some kind of got a job at a massage. Yeah, place. she's going to take Robert Kraft's spot. No certification needed. Ah, she's good. She's going to go down there and land a beach. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the weather. I know what Brady goes on. hates her already. Yeah, yeah. Right. does. She's dodging. We Brady. have a lot in common. <laughs> We got Volbeat sealed the deal up here. Slayer, Deadskin, Mass, Rage Against the Machine, No Shelter. Mudvayne, Dullboy. Let's go with Mudvayne, Dullboy for that kid who banged Zamora. Because he is the opposite of that. Good for him. He's- Joseph emails and says, "My work. Uh, don't fool yourself. My wife works for the Cardinals. It, take, it took a month to get her first check. That's, maybe it's just uh, pro football. They're just kind of slow pay. It happens. Yes, Doesn't it, it work like every other business? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Days? Not when it's contracted outside. Well, yeah, employees, you should definitely. Well, they even had that. Yeah, but I can remember starting a, at one job, and they're like, well, you don't kick back into the payroll until the second. Right. Hey. Jeez. There's a certain former DJ whose uh, business tells their uh, tells their employees not to cash their checks for a few days after they get them. Just wait. Give me, give me some time. Just give me a couple days. I'll get these. I mean, the, the numbers are good, but the uh, the actual balance in the account. I've got three employees, and I can pay two of you right now. So let's just calm it down. Looking for investors. Good luck. Pretty, pretty pathetic. Good luck with it. Uh, so there you go. You got it ready? Uh, Download. Uh, okay. We did okay. get a couple of angry texts. So, Why? Um, About Cliff Kingsbury? No. One from uh, Don, and no, before you ask, it's not the same number. Um Effing spoiler alert, John. For what? I can't believe you oh, just gave away the results of the show that's on my DVR. I haven't even done watching Stop it. Stop it. Oh, Stop it. It's T-Pain. You weren't going to know who it was anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's everywhere. You don't need that one. I'm doing you a favor. You don't know who T-Pain is. The reveal was not exciting. It was, huh? And you need to get better habits. John from your guy <laughs> DVR'd Masked Singer. You're like, I can't even go to work tomorrow. If someone tells me who wins Masked Singer, my life changes. From, with your Guy Fieri hate from earlier in the week, could you please do T-Pain's phonetically as Guy Fieri? Oh, yeah, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> Except for then I'd have to hang myself. Hmm, right. yum city, shorty. Wolverine's dead. My shorty's spitting. Yeah, I will blow up the Masked Singer all day. Wolverine was, Logan was something worth seeing. T-Pain is the masked singer champion. I hope your lives are over, people who need that. John, please do Lonely Island. I'm on a boat as T-Pain. No. No. It's terrifying. Anyway, you got it? Still? Good Lord, man. Yeah, Megan was going nuts during the masked singer last night. I can't take this because in between. You can take the suspense? Oh, no, no, no. When they interview the characters, they have their voice masked. So when Gladys Knight is, you know, I just like to be, and it's just this wretched, childlike, uh, like tweaking of their sound, and it is annoying. It's nails on a chalkboard. Like I don't know. And why does Nick Cannon wear a turban? Anybody know the answer? He's got a he's got a Johnny Quest. Every time, every it's all he wears now. He's got a turban on. I don't know if it's a turban or if it's it is a Johnny. Qu- if it had the ruby in the middle, it would be Johnny Quest's buddy. That sounds like a turban. It's a, I think it's a turban. I'm not sure. You know, you got to be politically correct with all the headgear and stuff. So I'm not sure what's a turban and what Sikhs wear and what other people wear. But he's got this weird, like, uh, it looks like he just got out of the shower. Kind of wraps into itself. It looks a little bit, I don't know, kind of like uh, Gary Olden, Oldman in uh, that vampire movie when he was Dracula. Yeah. And he had the weird side bubbles hair. That's what Nick Cannon wears only. It's red. I think it's a turban, but I don't know why he's wearing it. 
he can wear it all he wants. I just need an explanation. Has he made some changes? Is, is he no longer Nick Cannon? It's not the, is it a tight, like a skull uh, thing no, with a the turban. tail? No, no, no. Back? no. Okay. I know what that is. I know what balaclava. Yeah. No, he's not wearing a skull cap. I can tell the difference between that. Give me some. Just time. check it. Yeah. Just check it. He's not running around like a painter. He's got a turban on. I think it's velvet. Anyway, he was confused. Not a fez. No, not a fez. I know what a fez is. It's a turban. All right. Now? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, checking the lyrics. All right. Sorry. Okay, good. Uh, it's Mudvayne's Dull Boy for the Zamora kid who I want to meet. Because evidently he's hung. <laughs> according, to, according to Miss Zamora. Must stuff. Zamora and uh, Arius. Same room. Please let this happen. And then just set up cameras and charge. And we would pay for the prison system. That would pay for the prison system. Hidden cameras in the prison system uh, for like 10 bucks a month. You can just tune into anything you want. There's like 40 of them. And then the area Samora cell. Are you kidding me? Before bed, just to see what areas. Lights out. And it goes night vision to area Zamora. And then you just hear like mopping sounds. <laughs> but it isn't mopping, Brady. It's just two really wet mops. Pay some of the bills in that facility. <laughs> yeah. It would pay the for the whole prison system. Yeah. I'd be all over that. At least the first year, every dude would be like, have you have you been to azprison.gov? Cameras? Ten bucks. Pay for the whole prison system. Ta- and taxes would drop. The prison. Oh, we'd pay for the whole thing. We can build new prisons with the, that we need, evidently, for all these heroin addicts. Well, and you know there's going to be new arrests of hot chicks. <sighs> and we have a hot chick. Throw them in. It's an extra five bucks for that. Yeah. Put them all like the 10 ward. Start that would oh. be another uh, good idea for the network. Then you could have the uh, prison bad network. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to start involving people. Just, just observe. I don't want to. I don't want to start. You know, getting people in. Prison network and just time. do you know game shows. I don't want to get to know them. I just want to observe from on high with sound. We're all curious. Night vision through the night cell bars. vision area. Some more cell. Hmm. Mm, I'd just be jerking and typing the letter M. <laughs> just with your finger permanently mm, pressed on it. <laughs> I don't know if my computer or keyboard does this, this rollout. I think I have to keep hitting it. Mm, enter. Mm. <laughs> just to hear some more, I look at this and go, John says, mm. Mm. Thanks, John. That's all I'd type. MMMMMM. Uh, there you go. It's Dull Boy. It's Mud Vane. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. Go get them. Uh, you know, I used to be a real stickler with myself about uh, letting music play all the way through. And over the last few clean. years, for some reason, Keep I just clean. make noises while the song ends. I apologize to those of you who are annoyed by that. I'm, t- I'm kind of annoyed by it, but I can't stop. I don't know why. Uh, Eric's out there this morning, Fry's 67th Avenue in Bethany, and I'm getting a lot of emails saying, ooh, pack a knife, brother. I hope you're in the tactical black classes, too. I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a bad area. Is it? 67th Avenue in Bethany, home? Is it? Close Brady's to nodding yes. Well, I guess it's 30 blocks away. Evidently, it's a bad spot, but... Uh, I'm getting a lot of them like, man, has Eric been training with you? Because he might need some extras. The one guy said, I live right next to that Fry's. I travel 15 minutes to go to the grocery store to avoid that one. It scares me. It's a taint area. Is it? Kind of in-betweener? What restaurant is on 67th and Bethany? 
Um, next to the uh, cash checking place. Unreal. It's a nice um, Asian spot. Do you know the name? Um, UFO. Are you kidding? No, I am kidding. Okay. You don't know the restaurants on 67th no. and Bethany. Good. That's one intersection he doesn't know. Well, John, you've got uh, Mariscos Culiacan. Oh, yeah. That's a bad neighborhood. Uh, you've got number one Chinese. <laughs> well, you know it's good. That's the one I was thinking. They've of. been rated number one. Uh, Little Caesars Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the basics. Yep. I, I hasten to uh, be in intersections with the word Mariscos. Emblazoned on anything. Maybe you'd be more down for La Rubia y La Morena. Scared to death. Where's the tire shop? It's got to be right next to it. And Marisco's scared me because we were in Guadalupe so long. And that Marisco's place was always like... Santiago Bay? Yeah, the height of... Yeah, they didn't say San Diego even. They Santiago Bay at Marisco's said... Gigalaha. I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying, but Marisco's means bad things. And evidently it just means like fish or something, but... Mariscos is shrimp, I think. Okay, whatever it is, it means stay away from this. All shrimp Mexican. Somebody's getting stabbed by five. Also got just a generic restaurant, Caribbean Cuisine. Oh, it's known for its Caribbean flair, 67th Avenue in Bethany. Uh, Another place called the Mexican Corral. And a U-Haul. My buddy Winston is like, T-Pain is a national treasure, John. All I do is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. But everyone's heard that. I'm having a fit this morning listening to you say you don't know who it is. And I told him, I said, I know, Winston, but that's just one song. Even as a fan, when he took the monster head off on The Masked Singer last night, you would have had to wait for someone to scream, hey, it's T-Pain, to know. He said, no, I'm a huge T-Pain fan. I would not watch that show, but I know exactly who he is. And I said, well, your hero pathetically has won The Masked Singer, and you can no longer idolize him because he has no pride anymore. And Justin emails me and says, Morning, John. I needed to pass this on to you. Yesterday, I had a dream realized, and I was able to see a movie in a theater completely alone. There were no kid noises, no laughter at stupid jokes, no crinkling bags or people chewing, no breathing through a fat face too loud, no jokesters shouting at the wacky jokes they came up with when the trailers ran. Just me, the air conditioning, and the movie. And I will never have a better experience. I have peaked. It is a great feeling when you wander into a movie theater and there's no one there. I'll never understand the people who are like, I like the movie-going experience because of the crowd. That is the reason I hate it. And it's even harder now. I thought at first it would be like, oh, the dining experience would be nice. It's worse. Now you got people clanking and crumbling around with their food. They they order constantly, talking to waitresses. Would you like more fries? Oh, I don't like that. I don't I, like. I hate whispering anyway. But I'd rather have that than the people go. Excuse me. Hey, uh, we got fries, and you bring them in. French fries. Like the movie's going on. This guy's in a restaurant. It's crazy. Anyway, go visit Eric this morning, 67th Avenue and Bethany. I'm looking at the thing on the computer. Toledo's got it up there on the street view. It looks fine. Where's your Yantera? Yantera's. That's the tire shop. <laughs> it looks fine, right? There's a U-Haul across the street for people who want out. He'll live. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. U-Fest tickets, Hot Shots taking on the Atlanta Legends. He's got those shirt CDs, a whole bunch of other stuff oh, right I there. barbecue. It's multicultural, John. There you go. Yeah, they're, they're covering all the bases. It's the most diverse intersection in all of Phoenix. Now it's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And you can always visit your favorite Hooters or not-so-favorite Hooters anytime you want. Uh, all you got to do is bring your spring training ticket in. 
the stub, you know. After you go to the game, you keep that stub. You go to your favorite area Hooters again, or not favorite. All the Hooters are doing it. And get six free wings with your ticket. And then it says some exclusions apply. Still don't know what you could do wrong. With a, I guess the exclusion would be it would be ticket from that day. I can't imagine how you can really f*** this up to where they're like, sorry, that's one of the exclusions. What could it be? Hooters. Here's my stub. Where are my six free wings? I'm sorry, you didn't meet the parameters of the stub wing game. You've, you've. I think even if you came from, uh, you know, you flew in from a citrus league game, they probably. I wonder if the grapefruit league. Grapefruit, yeah, yeah. citrus. I like citrus. Citrus is nice too. It sounds delicious and it's all encompassing of fruit. I I didn't want to uh, (laughs) exclude anyone. That's right. Oranges have always been angry that the grapefruit's got the credit. It's an orange state. But yeah, if you flew in that day, it's going to be a tough, tough day. You're going to get in and get your six wings. I can't imagine. Some exclusions apply. We I, keep it safe here with the Cactus League. Yeah, well, how so? Encompassing all cactus. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. But, you know, Citrus League. Very confused by what the exclusions could be. <laughs> Seems like a pretty simple deal. Don't screw it up. Evidently, there's something you can do to screw this up. And when you screw up food, you're going to learn in the Brady Report, you will pay a price for that. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Chili Day. Ugh. I have to say this. It was National Protein Day yesterday. And uh, unintentionally Participate? participated without thinking about it until it showed up at the house from Protein House, the restaurant Protein House, which is fantastic. It's the best turkey burger I've ever eaten in my life. 320 calories, pure protein. Good for you and delightful. Protein House, that's the best turkey burger in the city. And I eat a lot of turkey burgers. 68% of people say they love chili. 27% like it, which means only 5% dislike it. I'm in the like moderately department of chili. Not a huge fan. Tastes like acid reflux when it's bad. 26% of those people like it as spicy as possible. And 14% admit that it gives them gas. Yeah, I don't this care about a lot of stuff. with you for so yeah. long. It's, yeah, it's the, the pleasure so long. is not worth the uh, experience. It's not that good. Like Mexican food makes you feel like crap, but sometimes it's worth it, although rarely. Uh, chili always makes me feel like I just, like my, ugh, the throat burn. It's acid reflux, but when it's good, it's great. It's got to be meat. We got a few fun facts. Uh, in the 1930s, before the breathalyzer was invented, police used something called the drunk drunkometer. It was a huge device that required a person to blow into a balloon. And if they couldn't blow up the balloon? They'd go to jail. Yeah, probably something. But that was also back before. If you talk to older people, cops would pretty much. Uh, Chuck used to tell us all the time, you drive around 70 miles an hour, if a couple pops under your belt, a cop would pull you over, you give him 50 bucks, you're on your way. <laughs> was a better time. But those cars were going to kill you if you were drunk or not, what they were driving around. There were no seat belts. There were people were floating around. It did nothing to do with being drunk. It was just an irresponsible generation. Judge Judy was a, a real judge in New York City in the criminal and family court from 1982 to 1996. Know how she got her job? Blew her way to the top. They uh, featured her on 60 Minutes no kidding. in 1993. Someone saw it there. Hmm. So we got to give that lady a job yelling it's- at people on TV. Yep. It's illegal to get married in Nebraska if you have an STD. 
They test for that? That's what the blood test is about. Huh. I wonder if it's, you know, like herpes. Is Is that not? Oh, here's the 60 Minutes on Judge Judy. And be a witness to the ways in which law and disorder works. She looks the same. Clear, sir? This is not a legal game, counselor. This witness may not have a terrific memory, but I've got a very good memory, sir. Do you have a lot more questions? Good. Well, what do you want me to give him, a testimonial dinner? She's like 80 there. She's the same. I put two package of attitude with a capital A and pity the young lawyer who dares to question the judge's judgment. Well, are you suggesting, Ms. Gutierrez, that if I placed him on probation, he would never go visit his mother? No are you judge. suggesting that? No, so judge. That's, so let's be real. To you those who confront... <laughs> Uh-oh. ...in a lace collar. If that's too hard for you, sir, I guarantee you I will put you someplace where you're going to be in bed at 9 o'clock and at school every day. That's where the rest of your friends are. Whoa! She hates everybody. Still the best show on TV. I wish she was on The Masked Singer. Hey, there's always second season, John. Her new song, Show Me the Receipt. <laughs> Show me the receipt! You don't have a receipt. I don't want to hear it. With Cash Me Outside, girl. Yeah. <laughs> she would win, I hope. And I would, that Zamora situation, that's getting a little out of hand with Cash Me Outside, girl. Bob Bobby. <laughs> you have to say it like you're retarded. <laughs> Bye, Bobby. She puts those videos out. I'm like, I gotta remind myself she's 14. They're sexing her up way too much. Bye, Baba. The song is a small world. Was never copyrighted by Disney. Said so it don't get any royalties when it's used. UNICEF asked them to keep it free as a gift to children around the world, and they agreed. Great. Thanks for that. I hate that song. Because of the ride. It never ends. The best part of It's a Small World is look up. It's the same tiles in your office that it is in the building. The It's a Small World building has so much attention to detail and all the little dolls from around the world. Look straight up. It's just one of those foam tile ceilings like a gymnasium. All it's the, terrible. All the stereotype dolls from around the right, world. Right, yeah. When you get into Africa and they're holding shields and they got a dead cheetah. They have humongous lips. Thanks, Walt. We get it. Oh, there's Hachi from Johnny Quest. <laughs> right, little turbans. Is that Nick Cannon? <laughs> A new study looked at 50 cities, and uh, they looked at how much it costs for two people to go out for dinner. Figure out what the average price is right now. Out of the 50 cities they looked at, the most expensive place was New York. Oklahoma was okay. the cheapest. New York came in at $156 per date. Yeah. Toledo's watching bad Barbie videos. I can't focus Oh, yeah. On. It's you pretty solid. Reading. We played it the other day. This morning. is a different one. Oh. This is different? This is a different one. Oh, This is sorry. what you know. Oh, that's her That's her alter ego? Bad no, Bobby? No, this is bad Bobby is who Cash Me Outside Girl oh, is. Yeah. I'm so out of it. Famous for hating her mother on Dr. Phil, and then she got a record deal. That's how the so world works. So this isn't the latest track. I don't think that's the latest jam. 143 million views. 143 million views of a 13-year-old girl. And you can't play an ounce of that song. She's just filthy. There's no, like, look at that. There's no guidelines to Bad Bobby. <laughs> like, she's, she's 13. She's making new words. These hoes. Yeah. H-A-U-X. This video is pretty sweet. That's, she's 13 years old. We yeah, range. Turn it off immediately. Yeah, Good Lord. Yeah, I think we can get arrested for that. 
So if you take her out, uh, the average cost in um, Phoenix or Scottsdale, we're about $130. For a date? For a date. They um, looked at it basically uh, $23 for Uber ride. Yeah. If you're doing that, $43 for dinner, $9 in tips, $24 for two movie tickets. Well, how much was dinner? for drinks. $43. No, no, no. You're going two for Tuesday. Exactly. So that's the low end. <laughs> You're doing $2.20. You of the 40 50 cities, yeah, New York being the most expensive, the range between those in, in Oklahoma City, the cheapest, is 88 to $156. In New York? New York's 156 And we're 130 yeah. Well, there's a lot more foot, like there's less Ubering in New York. So there's a lot more yeah. restaurants. So and you, you can, can take, that out. And you can take Uber out of the equation here, too. Mm. It we're spread out. We're sprawled. So I could see, yeah, if you're in Gilbert, like Brady, one or you're two Ubering. drinks. You're, if you're in Gilbert, you're Ubering to the thing. If you're in Chandler, you're Ubering down to Santa. And you're, nobody's walking to their restaurant here. Two entrees for $20. Jack. Yeah, it's the Applebee's two for 20 You are not getting $40 worth of that plus a couple of beverages. You're holding her to a no appetizer, no dessert, coupon only meal at the Outback, and you had a twenty-five dollar gift card. Forty bucks for dinner ain't happening. If you can do it, tell me how, and still impress the girl, because she's indigent. If she still likes you after your forty dollar dinner, just in time for uh, the spring break season. Tinder's got a new add-on: the spring break mode. It lets you scope out your matches ahead of time. So if you know you're heading to spring break to wherever, Fort Myers Beach, Florida, other people that are on Tinder, they said, oh, I'm going to Fort Myers in that week. Check them out ahead of time. Grinder's been so ahead of the curve on this, it's ridiculous. (laughs) The fact that Grinder isn't getting more credit for the dating app situation and why Tinder and them haven't picked up on it. Why Tinder hasn't grindered up and said, hey, she's 38 feet from you? Is it too rapey? Is it? Why is it not stalking for gays? Uh, How come gays can go, he's he's 100 feet away? Do they put put sound on it? That'd be great. Like an alien. (laughs) (laughs) True gaydar. That'd be awesome. Fitz and I spent a whole day finding gays in Las Vegas at the pool, sitting in the cabana by themselves. Did you run once you found them? Oh, we got so giddy. (laughs) This one's only 750 feet from us now, right now. Wait a minute. So you're on their radar then too, right? Yeah, but we were, Oh, yeah, they're looking for We didn't have a picture. Both. That was uh, the picture where I had the Budweiser in the crack of my ass. That was my profile. Well, we wandered around. We would just, like, click on it. Seven, we weren't talking to him. It tells you right away this dude is within 750 feet. That's what I mean. Look if at the picture and we go find him. If it's on their phone too, does it, like... In vicinity of yeah, but it doesn't tell you they're close. You know, they're, it's not going to tell you. There's a guy standing in front of you. You have to be on it. But he was he was active on the Tinder, and it said he was 750. He's just waiting for someone to contact. Him. He's not looking for two boobs to come point him out, which is what we did. We found <laughs> hundreds of them. But that's how female male dating sites should go. But it yeah. is weird because it's like all maybe of a sudden, more on the female side if they had the ability to see where we were. Right. And go check There's us out warning first. system. And us, too, to see if that overhead shot is just covering up all the real Pass. fat. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not contacting that. She's only 20 feet from me. Congratulations, Grinder. You guys are the crushers of how dating app should be. This uh, 39-year-old woman was brought to the Royal Columbian 
Hospital in the West, New Westminster, British Columbia. She had a wound to her chest. The doctors, this medical journal, they uh, knew she got shot in the chest and they had to go through her abdomen because there's something coming out of the abdomen. There's a wire. They couldn't figure out. The wire actually went through um, her liver, lacerated her diaphragm, and it was like a sword that went through her gut. What they figured out was when the bullet hit her chest, it snagged the wire in her bra. Pulled it with. And pulled it with oh. all the way through. Whoa. Ugh. Inches away from uh, the heart. Man. The other wow. thing in the medical news is uh, scientists were stunned to discover semi-identical twins. I saw that. They've got all of dad's or all of mom's DNA and some of dad's, right? Correct. One has yeah. It's one egg right. because the other one's paternal are two right. eggs. Two eggs. Yeah, so this is one egg. It splits, and then it gets a heavier dose yeah. of mom or dad on one or Right, side. or they get the equal amount. Wait, what? But this one had all of dad's, D, like every, they each shared dad's split, DNA 100%. Split. And then, like, some parts of mom were in the boy and some parts of and mom were in the parts girl. Of, and they were just yeah. different. So it's semi-identical because some of the wow. stuff that one picked up from mom was different than the other one. So, But the dad DNA matched down the line. And the mom stuff was like, meh, some of this is here, some of this is in her, some of this is hers, and some of this is his. And so it wasn't quite identical on the girl side. And there's only been, like, two. Yeah, it's very rare. Well, let me ask you a question about the lady with the bra. Why was she shot? Uh, it didn't say. She just came in. Uh, I'm kind of more worried about that than the wire going through my bit. body. Because, you know, the bra wire. area where I got shot. Yeah, the bra wire is pretty well behaved when it's not being pushed around by bullets. I think the bullet is the big problem here. You made people afraid of bras, but really what you need to be afraid of is being shot. <laughs> it didn't say? A woman, no, she, she was just shot. And her bra. Chest was, wound, yep. Right. We don't know if she deserved it or not. We got another lady, 52-year-old woman in Hackensack, New Jersey. She uh, hit the wrong pedal and drove her SUV right through the uh, auto zone. (laughs) Advertising so strong (laughs) that you can't even make the report. Said she lost control of her SUV at 9 p.m. Tuesday night. Went right through the front of the auto zone. Got an oil change and left. No, she's uh, the car stuck there. Where? In the auto zone. Get in the zone. Auto zone. There's another lady, 22-year-old Sarah Jane O'Doherty from Dundrum, Ireland. And back in June of 2016, she was working at a sporting goods store, and she was taking some stuff out of the recycling bins with a co-worker. When the co-worker made a joke... Sarah was laughing. She bent over and whacked her head against a metal sheet. She got a nasty cut on her forehead, wound up with a concussion and a permanent scar. So she filed a damages claim against the store. But the judge judge uh, the judge ruled against her because of the joke. Really? Ruled that Sarah was distracted by the joke, so it wasn't the company's fault she got hurt. If she'd been paying attention... She wouldn't have hit her head. That's right. Good day, ma'am. That's exactly right. Be a lesson Focus. To you. Do your job. You stupid article. Yeah, you can't go dicking around, 
hurt yourself and then blame everybody else. And then later her car and the judge's car. Get the Irish woman. That's exactly it. By the way, I don't know if we need that app you were talking about because people have pictures. We're getting all these pictures of Brittany Zamora. Mm. And her, and her husband evidently wasn't a firefighter. He worked at a power plant. I'm confusing. Apologies to all firefighters. Yeah, firefighters. Sorry about that. Uh, but And to him as well. He deserves all the attention here. Man, Brittany's hot. Good Lord, she's hot. Scroll down. That's the, that's that's the mug photo. show. She's got a little Pam Anderson in her under when she's dolled up. Yeah. Cops in Adelaide, so wrong to be so attracted to somebody so bad, but I am. Hey, look, you can get mad all you want. I thought Jody Arias was hot, just like the rest of you. That's why we paid attention. We wanted to see the dirty photos, and she was a murderer. So we can find them hot. Girl criminals are hot, and that's because we were indoctrinated by prison movies when we were teenagers. Stupid Ted Bundy documentary. They're all over. Thank you. Every TV show that's successful is about murder and hot people getting killed and hot people solving murders. I don't want to hear it. Mad at me about that. Brittany Samora is a criminal. Yeah, I know, but she can still be hot and be a criminal. Hey, ladies, don't email me mad. There's a dude with a modeling contract because he's got a mugshot that was sexy. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's all calm down. Guy with a mugshot with no neck? Yeah, the dude was just ridiculously good looking, though. He's the hottest criminal ever. He ended up with a Ford modeling agency deal. Ladies emailing me about Britney Zamora being a... She's disgusting, and you finding her attractive makes me sick. I'm like, settle down. Cops in Adelaide, Australia, were chasing a 23-year-old burglary suspect on Tuesday around 3 a.m. And as he ran from him, he tried to climb over a six-foot fence, got snagged by his underwear. Oh, boy. Undergarments are... It's another wedgie. It's destroying people today. Back in December, we had another guy hanging from a fence. This guy also, they found him there hanging upside down. Super wedgies. Yep. So don't wear bras and underwear is today's Brady Report message. Bras will go right through you when you're shot, and if you're trying to evade the law, your underwear will nab you on the tippy top of a fence you're jumping. Oh, wait, or don't break the law. There it is. Some uh, dudes are, they got a Kickstarter. They're trying to uh, produce a new product called the Pizza Pocket Hoodie. It's a hooded sweatshirt with a big insulated triangular pocket on the front of it. It's perfect for storing a warm slice of New York-style pizza. I mean, it's a bigger wedge. $55 to pre-order one. They hit their goal of 5000 The hoodies are set to ship in June. For $5,000, they will get there. It's a pocket. But it's a backup slice of pie you carry they around carry with you? Carry it around. Isn't the cheese going to slide off? No, it's a... Uh, Thermal, uh, well, yeah, if it, I, yeah, I would think Brady, so. Of course it will. Yeah. It keeps it intact. It can't. You know. No, it doesn't. No. It's all going to end up defending. in the bottom of that. That's disgusting. Your clothes should Who not Who carries their house. pizza upside, not okay. only upside Here's down, the thing. vertical? Who, who um, I, don't, I don't know anyone who carries okay. pizza. Okay, all right. I was gonna, Brady doesn't know, but who orders a slice of pizza and stuffs it in their pocket hey. for later? In yes, the winter, man? No, 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 Ever. You could be in the Arctic and go, I need a slice of pie. You eat it right there. I certify it stupid. Yeah, thank you, Brady. Because why would you get a slice of pizza and stuff it in your pocket? You would eat it, right? Who can hold it that long? Right. It's got to go in your belly. This is a better opportunity. 
Cadbury just put out a job posting. New chocolate taste tester. If you get it, you'll spend around eight hours a week, $14 an hour, trying chocolates at their headquarters oh in God, Workingham, they, England. They paying for a gym membership I don't, yeah. for you? There's not a relocation Diabetes. expense, but you go over there, you get the job, and anyone can apply. It sounds okay. You, you also you cannot have a nut allergy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would... I would hope the nut allergy yeah. people aren't applying for that. They're that I'm, stupid. I'm risking. That chocolate yeah. is so good. Don't, don't do it. Chiquita Jenkins was at a buffet restaurant in Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> she was doomed from birth. Yeah. Chiquita was at the buffet last Friday night and was waiting for them to bring out one of the most important items at any buffet, crab legs. Yeah. Another guy named John Chapman was also waiting for the crab legs, and when the staff finally brought out some after about a 10-minute wait. You just heard, Conchita Jenkins! She attacked yep. the buffet. Chiquita. John and Chiquita oh, got Chiquita. into an Conchita. argument. I like Conchita, though. <laughs> John and Chiquita got into an argument over who cut in line. My boy. It turned into a sword fight. They with were fencing crab legs? with tongs. Oh. oh. So much better if it was a big We don't have video legs. of this? And from there, started breaking plates. There's an off-duty cop eating at the restaurant at the time. He broke up the fight. Chiquita was charged with assault for starting the fight. John was charged with disorderly conduct. Chiquita. Chiquita had a slight uh, age advantage. She's younger. Right. A little more speed. Yeah, but John had some sword skills. He was... Uh, some skills. He was... Yeah, he's an older man. So do we have a, a ruling? Who won? They both got uh, it with uh, separate mm. charges. Doesn't Anyone say who won crabs? the fight. And did they get shot out of the crab yeah. legs? I'm going to say yeah. There's a woman in Tennessee. She ordered from a Mexican restaurant in Knoxville. Here we go. The Knoxville area. She only tipped the delivery driver 89 cents. She must have added the tip when she paid online. Right. Because the driver knew what it was before she dropped it off. And it was close to the 30-minute drive round trip. So he, she wasn't very happy about the wait. Right. But we don't know the driver's name. A 31-year-old friend named Howard Webb was in the car with her. And it's not clear if the they deliver as a team or... There's video of this. Of the but dude to get even, Howard decided to dip his balls into the salsa <laughs> before dropping off the order. And in the video, he's like, oh, so cool on my balls. Is this what you get for an 89-cent tip? Can you imagine where you'd be if there it's were a 14-second video at Tony Here's Robbins. the difference, though. And I said, I've said, my friend uh, Brett Keir texted me this story last night. And he used to work with me at Tony Romans. And we went back and forth about this. That some, you, you want to know both sides of this because people who handle your food aren't always reputable human beings. And you need to keep that in mind at all times. This dude is 31 years old. He's been working in delivery systems or restaurants oh, for however long. He looks like he's 90. This is not a group of people you want to F with or assume the best. Always assume that a person handling your food has the worst intentions and treat them as such. Never assume they have your best interest at heart. And Ever. Lesson with Alex just the other day. Got uh, Little Caesars pizza for him to take for lunch for his friends for his birthday. So ten bucks worth of pizza, and he's sitting there making cracks in the restaurant when the pizza's not ready. And I'm like, hey, yeah, shut up, shut up. 
He hasn't done your pizza yet. I'm not eating it. You are. Knock yourself out. What's wrong with you? Here's the thing. He goes, I think that like uh, the way the Israeli people make their citizens join the army. Oh, yeah. We in the United States make it mandatory that you work in a restaurant for a month. Yep. Because when you deal with the general public on a busy night, you saw Brady's lady last week start losing her mind. It was understaffed. She started to snap a little bit. It's human nature. She's not a bad person. She just got so much pressure. Got in the weeds. And the next thing you know, you got some guy going, you're not doing your job properly. Because he thinks it's all about him. You do not mess with people who handle your food. And you certainly don't throw a tip on before you get the meal. You do not. If you're tipping, you don't pay that thing until it's done. Really? On DoorDash? Oh, I'll tip. The full Bigger. 25% immediately. That's what I'm saying. Before, yeah, so if I'm tipping before, it doesn't yeah, matter. I'd rather have a good tip going in before so they know oh, I'm right, not I got a tipping tip. them uh, uh, on the thing anything less than 25% if I'm pre tipping. Otherwise, I just don't hit the pay button until after. Now, DoorDash, you have to hit the thing first and it automatic, you automatically tip great. Well, now he's looking at three to 15 years in prison yeah. for adulteration of food now, this and liquids. Is, this is who you're dealing with, someone who's willing to go to jail because you can't tip. or you, Do not F with people who handle your food. It's on you a little bit, citizen. Yep. These are not good people. If they were, they'd have better jobs. It's a fact. Am I right, Brady? Yep. How many people have you been through in Porkopolis? Hundreds. They come, they go. They're nah, not that many. Come on, you've got a lot of them in both both restaurants in Actually, the past five or six been... years. You're, you're up there. I haven't yeah, recognized I the same group twice. Yeah. Every time I'm in there, it's a new bunch. We and have, that's restaurants. We have two. Turnovers are huge. Well, that's scary. Yeah. And I was one of those. When that I means they're skimming money somehow. They're, they've, got, they've got a system in place, and you don't know how they're doing it yet. You'll figure it out. Yeah. The reason I stayed, <laughs> easy money, no work. On nights that we weren't busy, I could walk out with 40 or 50 bucks. Uh, you just They're always having keggers on their day off. Don't trust that they're having a good day. Always assume the waiter has just been berated by an asshole. They want vengeance. I'm a decent human being. I put my balls in a man's drink once. Am I proud of it? No. And your penis on all the cheesecake? Well, that was not served, though. Okay. I was just making imprints on the unservable dessert. But just to send a message, I was doing it almost as a flag in the ground to say, this is my place. See that big blob in the middle of the tiramisu? That's my crank outline. Know that I mean business. Mind your P's and Q's. I say this to everybody. I, I, there are certain friends that I stopped going to restaurants with because they'd never worked in restaurants and they did not know how to talk to a waitress with respect. Those people are the most stressed human beings on the planet. And they get paid dependent on your attitude. It's terrifying. Brady, am I right? Restaurant sure, sugar tea. Don't trust. Even at Brady's place tonight at Pork Populous, assume the waiters are be having nice. a... T- be nice. Assume they're having a rough night. They're there to You'll serve get better you. Service. You'll get much better service, and it'll just be calmer and easier. You must work. At the very least, you have to watch the movie Waiting. At the very least, because it's accurate as hell. It's disturbingly accurate. Ugh, it drives me nuts. So this guy's going to go to jail and he deserves it, but 
You had the nerve to, to give a man 89 cents who still had control of your meal. That's going to happen. There's yep. going to be nuts in your salsa. We'll end it with one. Pretty video. Good band name. Nuts in your salsa is a great band name. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Be nice to the staff. All of them. Always. Even if they're bad, just be nice. This uh, radio video happened in China. Workers were loading huge rolls of car- cotton into the back of the truck. And then it suddenly busted into flames. Uh-oh. It happens about the 42-second. Uh, Cotton just burst into saying, flames uh, on its Firefighters own? say the explosion was caused by static electricity. Oh, wow. And the guy was on top of the rolls of cotton packing it back yeah. in the truck. Holy cow. I didn't know cotton was explosive, but it is. Here they are. One spark. As you know, it kind of builds up more because the one guy's deep. In yeah. I was going to say, is the guy that's deep in there? Right? Yeah, that's he like starts a 14 to come footer, out. right? Oh, he doesn't make it all the way, though. Oh, he's laying on top of all the cotton. Does somebody light a match? Here we go. Right when he hits the deck. Boom. I think his shoe is what... Uh, oh, so he skids across the cotton top. I think he steps down. And he, oh, my God. Whoa. It literally blows up like a bomb. He's dead. Is he dead? Nope, he survived. Well, he's not even wow, on fire. He's, he's smoking, though. He's smoking. Yeah, the flash is what... Yeah. So people from Thailand are... China. Flame retarded? China. They're glass. I can't tell the difference. That doesn't happen in Thailand. It's the new Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Okay, so Chinese. Yeah. Flame retardant group. The dude walked out of fire fine. If you look close and enough. And he's wearing cotton. He's, he's wearing the same shoes Zion was wearing, the Nikes. Oh, Zion Williamson. Flammable Nikes. <laughs> it also tells me that China's not using Did cotton. Did you see the posting of the uh, company that's worth the most? No. Nike was up there. Oh, yeah. Even after. Now. Well, they didn't lose all their money. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, sold more. they sold more. Do you think? I don't think it went up. Uh, people trying to blow them out. That's China. That's that. Ch- we've, we've bought jerseys from the Chinese sites. That's why they have all the cotton, John. That's not cotton. <laughs> That's like poodle hair and <laughs> and diapers ground it's up. dog cotton. That's poodle not. Hair. Yeah, that's not cotton. <laughs> from all their restaurants where they have to shave down the food. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not good poodle. They're not having cotton fields out there. It does shrink, though, the poodle. Yeah, because I've gotten Chinese jerseys that say cotton, and I put it on, and I'm like, this may burst into flames. It smells. Remember that batch we got that smelled a little oh, bit like yeah. oil? Yeah, yeah. Like, the cotton smells a little yeah, flammable. A weird chemical smell to that yeah. stuff. We would have burst into flames had we hit the wrong piece of material. The metal on the floor, the, from, the, from the carpet to the metal. I still have a uh, Jason Worlds jersey. I know. I had high expectations. He quit to be a Jehovah's Witness. But that one's from China. And it still smells like it did the day I bought it, which is like burning plastic. 100% cotton, y'all. No. Mm-mm. No, it's not. It's poodle hair and gasoline and, like, uh, old oily rags. Cotton, man. That never happened ever, ever before. The cotton explosion. Yeah. I haven't. That's, that's the first. Chinese cotton. I've seen that. I mean, never once did I study the old South. Oh, the cotton explosions were constant. Be careful. Yeah, <laughs> the slaves would go up in cotton explosions. I'm like, no. 
Got to trust the American cotton only. All right. I don't know. Maybe ask him. Oh, it happened a oh, lot. You're that, no. <laughs> yeah, we lost several slaves due to <laughs> cotton eruption. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a fact. Happened all the time. We never did anything bad, but sometimes that cotton would blow up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did we think of that? Uh, 67th Avenue in Bethany Home. That's where Eric is this morning. He's at Fry's. We'll talk to him next. Find out what he's got for you. Free stuff everywhere. There goes your Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters. Uh, it's Green Day right there. Welcome to Paradise. And Paradise currently, as you all know and has been well documented, is at 67th Avenue and Bethany Home, also known as Paradise. Right, Eric? It is. The Paradise. It is, it is a beautiful, beautiful area. It's lovely. Paradise is where we live, but you are standing in it and are really taking it in, right? The Moriscos. And the uh, Hawaiian burger place and whatever else you got going on over there. It's a nice area. Me, Pueblito, Pueblito, mm. Mexican food. We got some good stuff over here. Yes. Me, Pueblito, also. <laughs> I, think I don't know you, what that means. I think you and I just said, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Me, what, Pueblito, Su Pueblito. And then you know it's a good spot when... <laughs> The RM bar across the street, it's got pictures of strippers on the sign. On the what? So, the what bar? Yeah, like on the marquee. It's got, like, girls in lingerie on the marquee. Of what bar? Uh, yeah, it's just like a little bar. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you go in there and, like, they're all in lingerie or what the deal is. I'm in. I like it. Well, well, I might pop, have stop by. Yeah, pop your head in and see what that one's all about, because that's curious. Plus, I'm sure they're open at 8.15. Get a good breakfast. Yeah, do you think lingerie girls get up at 815? Oh, only the hottest ones. Only the hottest <laughs> ones. Because I know girls who are hot and willing to wear lingerie usually get up and work real hard. Because <laughs> they have to. <laughs> That's true. It is so true. Hot girls are always up before the crack of dawn getting things done. Because they're hard workers, the hots. Eric, see if you're in for this. John Begay has emailed us and says, uh, John, what are the chances that us as listeners can all go in on a life insurance policy for Eric? No, is Then that... every Thursday you send him to questionable Eric's We've thought of areas that. of town. But then there's a reason to kill him. Like, no, uh, let me rephrase that. There's more reasons to kill him. <laughs> and then randomly do a drawing yeah. for the policy. Yeah, there's... <laughs> yeah, well, Dude, then, yeah that's been, not a bad idea. I've been doing this since the very first day of the show yeah. you don't think i've gone to every part of town there has been yeah but we're saying if he knows the land yeah, but yeah. we're saying if there's an insurance policy on you then the people would actually start taking pot shots and then we do a drawing at the end to oh. see who gets the the booty like a little lotto kind of thing yeah kind like of a dead eric lotto i like insurance. that dead eric oh. lottery i'm not sure but i think you might get in trouble for that one no you're the, no, the guy shoots you. For. i'm not encouraging it i'm just saying if it happens we're covered we'll have to get kevin rowe on that one he'll help us then uh, John, do you rem- John or Brady? Do you remember the bonanza that used to be on 67th Avenue in Camelback? It's over no, near area. I don't because no, I've <laughs> never been that area ever in my life. No, you said 60, uh, and I'm like, nope, never been. So that's how that works. Eric is uh, out there today, 67th Avenue, Bethany Home. Stuff all over the place. Tell us what you got. Yeah, you come on down 67th Avenue, Bethany Home. I'm at the Fries here. Um, I had a ton of shirts, CDs, and DVDs. They're all gone already. I do still have a few pairs of Hot Shots tickets, though. I got like four or five pairs. So you got the app on your phone, your flashy app. I'll uh, hook you up. While supplies last, obviously these things are going to go fast. I already got three people staring at me right now. We got some uh, bandana stickers and all that good stuff. So 
grab that, and then uh, I'll be here for another 20 or 30 minutes, and uh, then I'm getting the hell out of here fast, very fast. Yes, run. Run away. And do it fast with and tell and with your pull your pockets out to to signify that you have nothing. <laughs> but I have to say I appreciate all the military personnel and police officers that have stopped by to check in on me. They're so, all over. They're good people. <laughs> they're always surrounding the area. Nice job. All right, 67th Avenue and Bethany Home at the Fries. That's where Eric is. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Nice work. See ya, Erica. Braving it all. Very brave. Thank you for your service, Mr. O'Connell. Uh, and head on out there and get something for free. Robert Kelly's going to join us in just a little bit. He's at the Tempe Improv this week, and we'll talk to him next. It's 98. All right, it's 827, and Robert Kelly has joined us. He is here uh, once again at the Tempe Improv, 480-921-9877, if you want to go see Robert Kelly uh, tonight through Saturday, TempeImprov.com. Welcome, sir. What's up? It's good to see you it's guys. great to see you. We're talking off there. You've got a busted. Your body is broken. I, I, am, I, I, I broke my rib. I fractured my rib. Uh Fighting, uh, I got into a street fight. There was this child oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, being attacked. The mother was, I slapped oh. the mother, and the kid was like, No, mommy. And these guys came in, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm, uh, Stop. And they you were put like, a, No. Heroic. Is yeah, I was very, very actually, I was actually snow tubing. Oh, that's different. Uh, <laughs> that's totally different. Yeah, it was totally different. <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. I think my wife's trying to murder me. Now, snow it's tubing basically. is just this. It's like a, an Inner inflatable tubes. tire, and you sit yep. on it, and someone pushes you, and there's no control. Oh, well, here's the deal. I thought snow tube. I don't ski. I don't do that stuff. I don't. Ba- I don't play bat. Hey, want to play basketball? No, I'm 48. <laughs> I'm not pulling a hamstring and limping through an airport because you challenged me. Right. I don't do that stuff. But when she said snow tubing, I'm like, okay, great. It's not skiing. I, I thought it was the lazy river peaceful. Of, of skiing. Of skiing. Right. I thought you just, yeah, peaceful. And it's not. It's it's. I, we pulled up, and it, it's a mountain. There's a mountain. Yes. That's we, where we, the snow is. Yeah, it's a mountain. I know, but right. I, didn't, I didn't think. I thought there'd be a hill. Right, no. I thought they would might have a hill. for lazy yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah lazy. For one of those yeah, flat yes. snow rides. <laughs> I up, and first of all, there's no adults. There's like a 13-year-old just standing there, like staring up at them, not helping anybody. <laughs> I got my five-year-old, my wife. We pull these tubes up. We go up to the top of this mountain on this people mover that stopped <laughs> twice because of my weight. I'll, 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 I'll stop a treadmill cold. If that engine isn't powerful enough, I'll <laughs> stop. five horse. It's not going to yeah, work. I'll stop it cold. I'll make that mat skid. <laughs> Right? So. You can hear it going. Oh, yeah, exactly. The grind. So so we go up to the top, and I'm like, I'm looking down. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to die. This yeah. is, this is not fun. This is, this is, this is a, this is a mountain. And there's no steering. No, there's no steering. No, you just, you ride it. You well, coax it. Yeah, yeah, you coax it. I kick my kid down. My wife goes down. Okay. I'm, I, first of all, it's snow. It rained the night before. Now it's not snow. It's it's ice. It's it's an Olympic luge. Yeah. It's it's Olympic it's now. It's actually yeah. It's Olympic uh, qualifying right. now. So I get on mine. Me being in a tube is redundant. I'm a, yeah. my body's a tube. There's no reason for me to be a tube in a tube. I'm, I'm I'm sitting there. I don't fit in the tube. My feet. My everything's hanging out of the tube, like a delicious donut. Nobody. There's a kid up at the top staring off into the distance, worrying about his Instagram feed. I couldn't even go because I couldn't scooch because my weight was too. Right. And, to and need some help. Let me tell you something. When you go to a carnival ride and there's a sign that says you have to be this tall to get yeah. on, that's because you'll fly out of the ride. Right. You'll die. It will shoot you up. When you're at a mountain, there should be a scale at the bottom <laughs> that says if you're 280 and above. Don't do it. You're going to become a rocket. <laughs> 
physics, listen, there's not there's nothing on earth that we've invented yet that could stop you. So if you weigh this much, you can't go because you will kill yourself. Yeah. I I scooched, I went down that mat. The first little bump, I'm I'm doing nine hundred miles an hour. <laughs> 900, at least not. I, the the I tri- friction, there was probably heat coming out yeah. of it. I literally the- tried to put my feet down. It's all ice. I couldn't. I couldn't. Kept, you no, made it worse. I started spinning 500 <laughs> miles an hour. So I'm doing 500 one way, 900 the other way, picking up speed. I literally passed my wife and kid who went before me, <laughs> right? Dude. I get down to the bottom. There's supposed to be these welcome mats to slow you down from right. like Bed Bath and Beyond. It says, you know, welcome, you're yeah. home, you're dead, right? Yeah. I I literally lit them on fire. <laughs> I went over those like it was not. It was it was like Back to the Future, all right? I was in a DeLorean, right? Yeah. <laughs> then it's dirt. There's like I ran out of snow. I don't even have you the, went to uh, a the better safety ski fence. Yeah. No, you this... you actually left the snowy environment. I left the you snowy environment. You were in another area. As soon as I hit dirt, the tube was like, sir, this is as far as I go. <laughs> I am going to stop here because of, again, physics. Uh, I am going to shoot you. He shot me out of the tube. I'm in the air, but I'm too fat. Yeah. There's one last big red balloon that you can hit, but I don't make it because I'm too heavy. So I, <laughs> I literally go flying. Shorts the tube. I hit... I hit my ribs on this little oh. hill, all my ribs. I hear crack. Uh. My feet flip over, hit the balloon, pop the balloon. You got to the balloon, though. I, my feet did. Okay. But I took it out. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. They need a new balloon. I took it out. I mean, if you watch this video of it, there's my feet just smash into the balloon. It was a nightmare. And then the kid walks up, another 13-year-old, sir, are you Okay. I went, no, <laughs> and he pulled the tube out of my hand and left. <laughs> they need that. It's a rental. <laughs> just left. I said no. I said no. Ow. Ow. Not good. <laughs> Were you doing the uh, the big guy <laughs> buddy, breathing? Buddy, yeah, listen to me, dude. Did you knock the wind out of you or anything? Yeah. I, listen, let me tell you something. Not a, I knocked the wind out of me. I broke a rib. I thought I was dying. My oh. son runs up to me. Dad. So I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, why are you talking like that? He thought it was hilarious. My wife's laughing because she has the video of it. I'm like, I'm really hurt. She's like laughing. I'm like, I'm going to murder you. I'm going to strangle you. I'm really hurt. You know when someone's tickling you and they won't stop, but you're laughing because they think it's it's exactly. I was going to – so I'm sitting there. I go, I'm just going to go over here for a second. You guys go have fun. They went back up. I'm sitting there. This other kid walks up. I go, I I think I broke my rib. He goes, no, you didn't. My mother broke her rib. If you broke your rib, you wouldn't be able to talk, but I'll get somebody anyways. (laughs) I was – I'm going to kill you. I literally looked around for stones. I wanted a hand – like the size of my hand rock. Just to crack. I wanted to take him. I'm going to take him out. I was going to take this. Maybe I'm tougher than your mother, you (laughs) son of a bitch. I was so angry. So this guy came over, and he's he's like, sir, you're right. I'm like, I'm not all right. And I go, I need to do this away from my son. Yeah. I can't have my son see me getting into an ambulance. So we went behind a house, like down the street. We walked. And I said, have him pick us up here. So I just went to a... Then they took me to a woods hospital. And he's like, I want you to squeal like a pig. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't want my kid to see me go to the <laughs> ambulance, but me and a stranger going saying. behind a house is cool for him to witness. You really why? can't laugh. Like, why? every time you giggle, why? you grab your side. Why? 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 Why?
Daddy used to pay for the vacation. <laughs> Daddy, has to, Daddy has to pay for the trip, son. A fisher rib. That's the owner of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. The mountain owner. <laughs> Mr. Sugarloaf. Yeah. How do you think we got these tickets? <laughs> they take me. I'm in an ambulance. But I look and it's like one of those. It's just like one of those. Remember the old van ambulance? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no windows. Yeah. yeah. There's no. It's a circle window and you can see like a painted dragon was on the side before they ran ambulance on it, right? Yeah. I used to used to be used to go to a lot of Led Zeppelin concerts back yeah. in the day. I'm in the back of this van and uh, they take me to this hospital. It's a woods. It's like a woods hospital, like yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. They take and care I, of deer and people. Dude it had a drop ceiling like Denny's. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a drop ceiling. Hey, that's what they took over. <laughs> it was like a ceiling fan, right? <laughs> I think there was a crane game as I walked in. And then a they take all these x-rays. He's like, I think you got some crack, uh, what is it, crack ribs. Yeah. yeah. But nothing, you, you know, you can go. Right. We're going to call a uh, cab for you. We're going to call Mickey. I go, yeah. what? <laughs> you know the guy? <laughs> They're like, yeah, there's only, Mickey's the guy. But if he took his sleeping pills... We're gonna, we're no, you're not going to be able to take him. I'm like, he's a drug addict? He, they go, yeah, but he's honest. He'll let us know. I'm like, is there anybody else? They're like, yeah, there's, there's, I think her name was Gladys, but she's in, she drinks. Right. I'm like, I'll take the alcoholic. So I took Gladys, whatever it was. We stopped for scratch tickets twice. I swear, I swear to God. I'm sitting there with my ribs. I'm on codeine, oxycodeine. I, I, I was like, can you get me a cigar? She's like, I got it. <laughs> She dropped me back over the hotel. It was the worst trip ever, ever, yeah. ever. Now I get crack ribs. I'm out here. And how long? And ago all was you can do is just uh, did a they even wrap them, oh. or they just you just you gotta let them no, do, they anything. Have to do anything. Good question. Yeah, they have. It's called the like a rib bra. I think it's called. Yeah, where you wrap it around your. But I'm so chubby. I look like a wench from the 14th century. <laughs> You're bubbling my, out. My, my boobs just. I look like the the king's fat daughter that nobody wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I had it on stage. I did a show last week, and I had the rib bra on, Ooh. and I saw guys looking at me. Like, different. Putting yeah. dollars in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I have a nice set of B cups if you mush them. <laughs> oh, I got nice cleavage. If you shave the middle right here. You don't if, even have to do that. Oh, I have five hair. I look like a Hawaiian woman. I have five <laughs> hairs. <laughs> Uh, and you're feeling better though, because broken I, ribs are miserable. Sometimes they never, they like months go by. And thanks, you still feel, I didn't yeah. know that. No, it's just yeah. going to be. It's a long time. I, it's, no, it it's, is a long time. I feel, I feel good, and then I feel bad. Yeah, it's like when I do stuff. Sleeping sucks. You forget sleeping sucks. Yeah, cough uh, and laugh. Cough. I just coughed out there. I taught myself how not to sneeze though. Oh, how's that? You wait, as soon as you go, uh, uh, yeah. When you do that, uh, uh, yeah. Last one, go. Take breathe in through breath, your mouth. And it goes away. In through your mouth, it goes away. No kidding. I swear to God. I gotta try that. I think that's a thing. I think you made a thing. I think I just found the Robert that out. Kelly solution. The so, the salute the RK solution. <laughs> the final solution. There's two of those. Wait a minute, that's Tiffany. There's R. Kelly. There's two R. Kelly. There's R. Kelly. Now there's Robert Kraft. Ah, oh, come on. Big, I knew you were gonna do that. Come on. <laughs> You're a Bostonian. No, it has nothing to do with that. I love before. going to massage parlors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not illegal. No, uh, it to is. To get a hand. It, it oh, actually, actually you're right. It is actually Oh, it's actually yeah. sex slavery. Terribly illegal. That's <laughs> right. This is why we're all bummed out about it, that we didn't know most guys that go to these places, the, the happy ending places, yeah. they call them, we didn't know that it was sex slavery. I had no we idea. Didn't, we didn't know that middle-aged one. We thought, thought that it was their craft. Well, yeah. Ooh, ooh that was a, a good pass, one. That was, there. that was a big a dinga. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> 
But it's we didn't know. Now we know. So it's like alcoholics. Once you know that alcohol is the problem, right. you can't drink again. So now we're all <laughs> we all know that these poor women, these middle aged, you know, women are, are there against their will but doing this. You're a huge Patriots fan, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you'd have given Robert Kraft a hand job the day of the AFC would, Championship oh, game. He walks he, up to you and looks at you like, come here. I, I owe you this. I would have opened stuff up like a dolphin hole for him. <laughs> exactly. What are you, crazy? I would have learned new <laughs> Why tricks. Why does he have to fly? I would have done Kegel exercises for him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's true, though. Yeah. So why is he such a bad billionaire? Listen, this here, is embarrassing. Here's the deal. They, 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 this whole thing with these massage parlors is this blurry gray area yeah. for a long time. The FBI is trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Okay. None of us really knew network. what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We didn't right. know what it was. Well, he doesn't need to fly to Florida to get a hand job. <laughs> He, like I said, have you meets, ever gone to Florida? Yeah, oh, they sure. give the best. Yeah, do they? Or is yeah. it stronger down there? No, I have. I have an app. <laughs> well, it's called it's, the Handy App. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 The crap. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Kids are punning me to death. Uh, but yeah, but he just has to walk. All he has to do is walk outside in, in Boston and say, "Who wants to give me a hand job?" There's yes. a line. Yes, there's a line. I mean, Belichick wouldn't be in it. No, 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 no. not at all. No. no, but Tom Brady would. Tom Brady. And what's it, what's the deal with your team in massages? Remember, Tom Brady tongue kissed his kid during. Well, first a massage of all, it wasn't a tongue kiss. It was a hard tongue kiss. All right, listen. It was, it was mm, double sugar, and there listen, was a lot of moaning. It's not a tongue kiss. A tongue it was one second too long. <laughs> you think that's that was it? it? You well, think that was it? I know. I tested it. Yeah. I kissed one of my friends. I said, dude, listen to me. I swear to God. I go, kiss me. And I, we counted. We had the, Right. It was one second. If we had let go one second before, it was just a joke. Just a yeah. just guy goofing around. It was just goofing around. And it was the kid's fault. Every time a Patriot gets you a think? massage, something happens. The kid did it. No, he didn't. He, he tried to get out. You he sound like a priest, <laughs> You sound like a priest. <laughs> yeah, if the kid's on top. I look like one. There yeah. was a kid. Hey, you're not gay if the kid's on top. The kid was on top. But he came and he did one kiss and then daddy called him back. Yeah, the, that's the problem, too, yeah. is that the way he goes, is that it? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, you know, when you're shirtless, lying down. There's two men in a room rubbing each other. Spartacus. You, you don't use sexy voice. No, yeah. with your child. Yeah, you know. Now, yeah. now, tired voice could be always mistaken for sexy voice. Right. Because I, you know, my wife has said, "What are you doing? Get off me!" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I thought you'd give me sexy voice." Yeah. Apparently, it was tired voice. <laughs> sleepy. When I said, "Are you sleeping?" She went, "No." And I was mm. like, "Oh," and she was like, "Get off me, fatso!" <laughs> um, so apparently, it was sexy That's voice. Tired voice. There is a difference. And then there's annoyed voice, and then there's disappointed voice. Yeah, it's uh, all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. They come together. Um, so to but speak. yeah, that that whole thing. First of all, I kiss my son all the time. I love yeah. my son. Kiss him right on the lips. Kisses. Oh, right on the lips. When your shirt's off and you're laying down with another man. <laughs> no. There are lines, Robert. Right, listen, when you add everything, when you add the evidence up, yeah. it, it looks bad. He is guilty. If you take now, if you take these things and put them separate, now man, one man can kiss another man, one man can kiss his son. But when it's for forty-five seconds and, and you never say, throw in a, mm, yeah. and, mm. and then he bites his bottom lip and pulls mm. away, and there's a little piece of saliva. <laughs> There's the saliva bridge. That one. Oh. I, I think Tom is a great dad. Mm-hmm. I love that this guy, oh, who is go. the best of the best. Yeah. Listen, it doesn't. He's the guy. Yeah. He's married to that beautiful millions of dollars. Yeah. Six rings now. Okay, listen. And he still loves his kid. Yeah, a little too Most much. Most of those guys treat their kids like garbage. Never see them. Don't talk to them. He hasn't retired dad? yet, though. That's, huh? that's retirement. Yeah. Did your dad ever kiss you? Which dad? 
Oh, my Which, God. I don't even know what that means. Well, I have a few of them. Okay. Have, e. the, we got the sperm donator. We got biological. We, we got, got step. Step one, and, step two. Oh, my God. You're like we a have, staircase. Uh, we have uh, a couple of foster dads. No kidding. And then we have male, we have male father figures. Don't forget those. Geez, no. Those so, are very important. All so, kissed. You've answered my question. No, I only... No, I've never, <laughs> One of them did something. No. no. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you get through that, man. That's too true. Unfortunately, I did. Not one I'm very just, And one of them was gay. What? what I'm like, geez, not even me. Yeah, really? What? What are you going to Spanish? You were a dashing young man. What are you racist? What happened here? <laughs> I'm too white for you. Yeah, do you want Brady to kiss you and make it up? He's a father figure. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. You, everybody in this room, if Brady wanted to kiss, you'd give him a kiss. This guy? Not Tom Brady. Brady, Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. I'm not yeah. kissing Tom Brady. I kiss him too. He's a yeah. cute guy. Look at him. Yeah, see, what are you? Totes adorbs. Yeah, like I would an not Arizona die. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hot Santa. <laughs> you would kiss Tom Brady because you're a fan. I would I, not. I would kiss Tom Brady. No, 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 no. Listen. Yeah. First of all, I kiss Tom Brady because he's Tom he's, Brady. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful guy. And you know, he's, I mean, seriously. How far he, would you go with Tom Brady? Tom Brady? Yeah. Tom Brady is like likes Robert Kelly. Yeah, he, likes me how? Uh, like you just out. find out like there's something extra here, right, and but, he wants to peg you. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> 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 too far. There's the line. So, there's okay, the we line. work from there. All right, listen. No, it's not. It's just I don't mind pegging the act of it. It's just the word. You have to degrade it. Do you have to make it dirty? It did sound fancy. Yeah, make yeah, it pegging. Sure. Right, right, he wants to make love. To you. Why? why? By pegging. Use your tire. I, I really don't know how that. to do it. Yeah, yeah I feel I, every time you say pegging, I think of those little wooden games with the pegs. Yeah. Like, what a yeah. pinochle. <laughs> he wants to dock with you. Uh, dock. Wow. Yeah. He's gonna, first of all, he's going to have to push my belly button and have mine come out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take a lot to get that little sucker out. It but once weird, he comes though. out. As men, there are certain athletes that have been like meaningful to us in our lives. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd do it for the stories. Yeah. I would I would do it not for the story. I'd do it for the love. <laughs> I'd do it for the money. Love and money. It'd be a great show. Forget about basketball wives. <laughs> football dudes that bang quarterbacks. I watched that. that fo football football oh. bears. Yeah. it's Oh, the bears. It would work out perfectly. Uh, Robert Kelly's at the 10 p.m. prob this weekend, all weekend long. Broken ribs and everything. 480-921-9877-10pmprov.com. Uh, what else going on in your world? Anything special? Oh, buddy, I got not. I mean, I'm doing comedy, working yeah. on my hour. I almost have an hour and a, I think two hours now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's a weird time. Yeah. You know, 40s, like mid 40s. It's like social life is just weddings and funerals at this point. <laughs> you're, right like in the, you're right in in between. It's like yeah. people are dying now. Yeah. And it's like, it's not the, when you were younger, it's like, oh my God, they died and it was a tragic thing. Now it's like, it's math. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's going to start happening more. It's, it happens way. <laughs> I've been to so many funerals <laughs> that, you know, I'm just like, ah, I get it. Yeah. And, and it's, <laughs> you got a suit for it. You got a plan. It's funny too, is that when people die, like I had my grandfather died, my grandmother died. And uh, my my stepdad passed away oh this year. It's, it's been a trap. My dogs died. Ugh. Everything starts dying at some point. Ugh. And you have to realize that's the deal, right? Yeah. That's just the deal. But it's uh, but you never feel that old, like you, like I don't you, you know, don't. I don't know my my parents are yeah. definitely in you know they're in my dad's eighty five. Yeah, on the, they're on the and clock. You feel like you're still the kid, kind of yeah. like that. They're not going away. My grandfather was one hundred and one. Oh my god! <laughs> right, How relax. terrible was that? I <laughs> know no, he was great. Oh, All did you want to live that end. long, dude? The one thing he said to me, he goes, "I wish I had more time." What? Yeah, dude. That generation, the greatest Ooh. generation. 
the the food they ate, the things they did, they're strong. The dude. racism. <laughs> the ra- yeah. That kept them strong. Kept them strong. <laughs> they had to now constantly fight. The, the white neighborhoods. <laughs> I, Jesus. So much less stress. <laughs> <laughs> that that diversity screwed up everything. He said, give me a kiss. Yeah, give me a kiss. I'm going well, now. It's funny. He was 101. <laughs> did he say, I wish I had more time right as you were making out with him? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, was, he was old school. He didn't oh, make out. <laughs> He just made you go down on it. There's no kissing. There's no, there's no kissing. Yeah. It'll blow him. What are we wasting time up here I'm going to get back to work. Don't be gay. Remember one of my friends, when, when I said he was 101, because people, the first question people ask when somebody dies is? How? No. No, I don't know. How, how old, old were they? How old, yeah. It should be how. Yeah. It absolutely should be That's how. True. But they ask how old, and I figured out, because I've had so many people die, they're they just want to know how much sympathy they have to yeah. give you. Yeah, that engaging their own yeah, life, their well, own they, mortality. Well, they're also yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're saying if it's if you say twenty five, oh, oh, somebody died twenty five, I'll go home from work, take the day off. When you Trash. say one hundred and one, they're like, get back to work, yeah. you sissy. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you? And nobody cared when my be grandpa. Sad. Yeah, nobody cared. Oh well, he had a great life. Yeah, yeah, all that. And uh, but I miss him. And one of my sure. friends after he, I told me he was one hundred one, I go, he's one hundred one. He goes, how would he die? <laughs> Fireworks. I went. Uh, his chute didn't open. <laughs> yeah, he is stupid. His kidneys melted. <laughs> they came Ten out of his ears. Ago, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he did the Tide Pod challenge. What was I the mean, last the, uh... fun thing you did? What was the last fun thing you did with your grandpa? Oh, like a hundred and one. Was it a long time? I did ago? it. It's sad. I did an interview with him. No kidding. And I lost the footage. Oh, yeah. And I asked him. I asked him about sex. Yeah. And he got f- offended. Oh yeah. Yeah. I said. <laughs> Do you depending on the question? Do you remember the the last girl you were with besides Nana? Oh boy! And my grand the Catholics, devout Catholics. Oh yeah! Oh, if he could have smashed you, he would have. Well, if he could have got up, yeah, yeah. But he couldn't have, and I'd beat him. I'd, I, you know, oh, you'd kill him. <laughs> so, At that point, it's not like back in the day where he held me down. Broken ribs or otherwise. <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. I felt bad about that, but it was interesting. The generations where you there was a point. In you time you couldn't ask that. that. You didn't no, ask that. You just yeah. didn't. And now, for some reason, we've 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 uh, we've you can ask that. Yeah. You know, you can. I would answer my kid if he asked me that. Right. And I'd be like, she was great. Nope. Her name's Kathy. <laughs> it was like still three weeks her. ago. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, I met her, if, her, I met I her at a Walmart if, parking lot three weeks ago. Do you think it was guilt? Like maybe it wasn't when it was supposed no, to be. No, they just didn't. It was just a different generation. You're being respectful. Yeah, but still, that generation was. They don't loving. They don't talk about sex. That's true. They don't talk about problems. That was a that was the thing. True. See, kids, we grew up with anxiety. We grew up with uh, depression yeah. because we never talked about anything. We had to bury everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, this generation growing up, they won't shut up. Anxiety, yeah, because they 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 huge. There's no fear. They don't they don't go to the park by themselves. They don't walk home by themselves. Right. They don't. Uh, the, you know, at, at the park, the there's, there's people, the mothers and parents. helicopters. I remember being at my. They come home when it's dark out. So right. we didn't have anxiety. We did everything. We climbed roofs. Right. We climbed trees. And, and if you did... didn't get home at a certain time, you knew you'd be in trouble. Or kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. There were two yeah. options. Yeah. You better hope you were yeah. kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. You made That's why you were late. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. I was, there was a guy who picked me up in a van. <laughs> well, you, you, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> if you were regular late. <laughs> if you were regular late, we'd whip your ass worse than the guy in the van. Yeah. But yeah, so I wonder, though, that the, you know, like the, the new generation, what their kids are going to do. Well, we my, raised this. I bring my I, I bring my kid. I let my kid use power tools. No, really? He's five. When I'm building something with him, like we'll build stuff. No kidding. Yeah, like he said he wanted a, a balance beam for the backyard. So I had a couple four by fours and some wood. I go, let's build it. We built this balance beam. I let him use the saw. 
uh, one time I was on the roof. He's like, can I come up? He, I was like, yeah. And he tried to climb the ladder. He couldn't. What were you doing up there? I was at a fix something. Oh, okay. Um, I had to cut some trees. <laughs> you mentioned depression. I thought maybe. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, <laughs> not now, son. Dad, Daddy's on the roof again. Daddy. Not now. Son, give me five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just need a thinking time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come up? No, no. I'll be down in a minute. It ain't going to be pretty. Ah. <laughs> uh, I. Uh, just so, move. So I, he, I remember he couldn't get up the ladder. And then he. Finally, he went inside crying. Oh, I was no. like, dude, it's all right. You don't have to do it. He came back out. He goes, I'm sad that I can't do it. Hey. And he, and I go, my wife was there, and he wound up climbing up to the top, and he did it. He was shaking, and he grabbed me and cried hysterically on wow. top of the roof. For like five minutes, we just held each other. And then he got up, and he was like, I'm glad I did it. I did it. And I was yeah. like, you did it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? That type of stuff. You should do it, your kid. You yeah. should let your kid do some stuff by himself. Let him fall, get hurt. Sure. Hopefully he doesn't Not off die. the roof, but still. No, not off the yeah, roof. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's be reasonable. Yeah, go, go walk that tightrope <laughs> between buildings. Hey, do me a favor. Go, go pat that bear, bear in the woods. That's how um, the Walendas yeah. did it. Yeah, you yeah. learn the hard way. You learn the hard way. Yeah. It's, I think we're the, the net, this generation coming up is going to be better than the one. You think? I think they're going to have left, less anxiety the because we group. know more now. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to raise these you know, I raise my kid in a certain way right now that, you know, we do uh, cool stuff together. And he's not, he's, he, I don't abuse him. Like we were abused, man. Yeah. My mother had a paddle that said, screw uh, F psychology <laughs> on the wall. And the, my doctor, my pediatrician, who I loved, yeah. said, Kathy, if you're going to hit him, you got to do it below the knees. Anything <laughs> above the knees, I have to report. Yeah. Like this was a conversation. Half shots. Listen, that's if, what if he encouraged. Take shots, shots to the shins and calves. <laughs> Sounds like a new sex thing for yeah. half strippers. Yeah. Yo, take baby, a calf you, shot. you want twenty dollars for a calf shot? <laughs> well, that's horrifying, dude. Horrifying. But that's the way it was. Yeah. I remember being dragged down the street by my hair, and the neighbors <laughs> were like, "Hi, Bobby. Hi, Kathy." <laughs> Nobody said anything. I I apparently did something that deserved right. that. A good hair drag. Yeah. Now, now the. Nine one one's getting called, and dude, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I'm in a Walmart going, use your words, use yeah. your words. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have a consequence. I'm gonna count to five, and nothing will ever happen. Nothing. I, when I get to five, there's nothing at the end of it, and someday <laughs> you'll learn that and this will not work. Yeah, I just yeah. want to shake them. That's yeah. all. Shaking kids is fun. I don't, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're absolutely it's on. It's so easy. There. Yeah, at a certain age. Did you, you shake? I don't have kids, but oh, I shake, shake other, other people's, people's kids. kids. Yeah, I love. Go to it. Walmart. Just if, yeah. whenever they're acting up, I'm like, you know what? It's not happening. Can I say something? That would be a good alternative. Instead if of a greeter. Could, here's the deal. <laughs> hire, hire guys like you. Yeah. Right. Just you know, just to roam around these little kid things. Yeah. And when you see a kid misbehaving and not place. listening. Just walk him and go, stop it! <laughs> it would scare the hell out of him. Yeah, and then and, all you have yeah. to do is like, I'm calling the shaker. Yeah, yeah. Shake straighten police. it up. Yeah, there you go. One, two, I'm going to count to five, and if I get to five, you learn. the shaker's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and then a guy shows yeah, up. Yeah, just bald guys like us show up. <laughs> it always has to be a white bald and guy. See, my mom yeah. did it to, you know, she that had the similar shaker, but she would pet me yeah. by saying, if Racism. you don't straighten up. I'm sending you to the Indian reservation. Yeah, what, what, you're gonna get cigarettes. Well, Chief, Run Chief Running Water thirsty. ran the uh, wine. She said, "I'll call Chief Running Water." And right. Get on the phone, and I would straighten up because you're like, "You're gonna go yeah. living with." Because that sounded horrible to Brady, and there's a white world. Oh, really? but yeah. I, oh yeah, living yeah, with Indians would have been a great. You like call? I was an Indian guy growing up. I mean, I like the Indians. Are you Indian? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry.
You don't know. No, he's sober. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's too easy. <laughs> Is yeah. there a reservation around here? Oh, it's, yeah. all, it's all around us. Really? We're surrounded. Oh, well, I mean. Oh, <laughs> it's happened before. Said, was, it, was it the 1800s? <laughs> I mean, I think we're surrounded. I think we, we took care of We built it in a circle. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> They're everywhere. Gotta be ah, very careful. My ribs, <laughs> my ribs. Uh, listen, I want a lot of Indian people to come out to the show. Yeah, please, by yes, all means. Please, go to the on. club for God's sake. Yeah, it's a great on. night for them. Uh, <laughs> Robert, Robert Kelly is at the Tempe Improv uh, tonight <laughs> through Saturday. Oh, that rib is the rib's gonna snap. Stop. Yeah, we're gonna lose it. <laughs> yeah, gonna, he's made an alcohol joke. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> so does the club. Oh my God. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, come on, was, be like Bert Kreischer's in town. Yeah. <laughs> I learned from Bert. Uh, uh, it's 480-921-9877. If you want to go see Robert Kelly, TempeImprov.com. Robert, leave us with words of wisdom, please. Uh, yes, listen, listen. don't hit your kids, but don't, don't let them manipulate you. That's okay, right. love your wife, but not too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, notice you didn't say don't hit your wife. No, 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 you can't hit your wife. Oh, that's right. I got a broken rib. She'll take me out now. <laughs> that's yeah. true. And, 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 and this is my words of wisdom. If you're over 280, yeah, yeah you don't do anything, okay? <laughs> stop doing no, stuff. No, don't stop doing stuff. Watch TV, walk, and that's it. That's all you get. Don't get on top because you don't want to hurt anybody. Oh, yeah. That's dangerous. Okay? Don't even, don't even pleasure yourself anymore. Yeah, I would say hire somebody to do the roof work, too. Yeah, don't do anything. Yeah, don't I'm do right. anything. Just yeah. stay home. Have some wheat thins. Okay? <laughs> Take it easy on the carbs and enjoy your life because it's almost over. You're almost done. It's done. <laughs> You've it's pushed done. it to you got, the end. You got, you, you're in the last part, okay? you got 30 summers left. <laughs> Speaking of the Indians again. <laughs> Back in well, the seasons. <laughs> the seasons. Uh, it's 856. There you go. Robert Kelly, thank you, sir. It's 98 KUPD. Look who's back. It's uh, Ian Campfield is with us once again. Uh, Campfield in the morning. And we got to take a break. Oh, well. Um, I got to, Coming up after the break, we've got some stuff about midgets. I've had okay. liberal friends come to visit. That's what I you went think. To, I went to... Well, no, because is... they've given me an idea of something that I can do. When, because it occurred to me, most of my friends are liberal. I know people yeah. listen to this segment. Well, you're in a community. I don't hang out with my neighbours. If you're talking about the <laughs> right, fact that everyone in the apartment complex is gay, <laughs> okay, and, and and they may they are not, and they may be enthusiastic for my gay for Trump paraphernalia. I don't uh, know. I don't know about that. They may be excited about that idea. Possibly they rail the guy. Yeah, but because they've never had a ginger weave, they're like we're ticking <laughs> off. We're ticking off all of the demarcations of the different men that we've had. And oh, do you know I've never had a ginger weave. Ginger weave I've never good. had an overweight man with a ginger weave who's seventy and got a lot of money. <laughs> that should be a. Uh... I've, I want. To, I've got a new thing. I'm going to put on my on my uh, dating profile. I want a ginger daddy. That Ooh. just moved up on a lot of people's. Oh face. yeah, ginger weave sounds like a drink at uh, Hula. Yeah, ginger weave. I think uh, if Matt, if you're listening, can you make me a ginger weave? Have one ready by tonight. We're gonna have a. You've got a new theme song also today. Okay, got a brand new theme song for you, which very excited about. Uh, Canfield in the morning coming back while he lasts. uh, Ian Canfield joins us on Thursday. While he lasts, we'll get into that. It's ninety-eight. Big red and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. Oh, this is my fight. Shh, quiet. This is Ian. On Hula's Friday. It was on Hula's? Yeah, Captain's Cabin, I think. And you were, and the bar was closed. 
Um, hold on. Oh, this is, yes. That's Ian Drunk ruining a bar. With some, they do it every uh, every Saturday for last. I think call. I said some. I think I, well, this is a good new idea. So here's what happened, right? <laughs> so hula's, I went there on for all oh, this. Hey, says Stop. Oh God, it's bad enough to have one. Oh, ba 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 no, so you took over this bar so, okay, no, and started okay, screaming here, here, at the top of okay, your lungs no, here, to, to make people go away. Here, was it at a point where the bartender's like, hey, we got to get these folks out no, of here. You got what, an no, idea? Oh, I've got a great idea. I'll sing at the top of my lungs. Watch this. <laughs> Give the limey the mic. Yeah, Look, after clear the after bar. 15 Jack and Cokes, that's uh, what I like to do. This is what happened. This I, God, I even forgotten that this happened on Friday. Yeah. But a busy week. <laughs> Going to muse, scaring liberals. I finally went to see Taken on the Snowplow. We have to talk okay, about that. get to it. I think Liam Neeson may have lost his mind. I, um, so yeah, we're in the, the, the captain's cabin, which is next door to Hula's. So Matt, who runs that bar, whom you've met, said to me, you should come down this weekend because I've suddenly, I've got control of the music because they were making him play the music from the main Hula's in right. his speakeasy bar. Yes. And I said, it doesn't fit. It's good for the main Hula's. You've got to change it up. So I'm right. like, I go in there. I'm like, all right, you got autonomy on the music. I need to take control. So there was kind of, you know, there was like oh, Motorhead and stuff, you know, and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and stuff like that. And then he was like closing out. And I went, you know what I want, seeing as I've, you know, I've showed you what to play and think, get some Maiden on. But what this tells me is you don't go home. Oh, after this, I went to another bar across the street. This wasn't the end of my night. This was not the end of my night. Eric, this is what happens when you drink and stay awake. You're lucky that you pass out or like you have those like walkabouts. Yeah. I've never made an ass of myself like this. Yes, you have. Oh, no, come yes, on. Never. It's different no. than this. You yes, just you don't get to sing because you're asleep in a bush. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Before too. this point. He's singing, but it ain't pretty. Yeah. Well, I went, you know. I went to Ian's Rotten Grapes yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, this is a regular occurrence because they mentioned this too. Uh-oh. Singing oh, Iron Maiden. That he loses his mind yelling. Yes. You know, I, uh, I, so, uh, we're doing that at the next Sodomizing Linda show. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We want people to yes, like we it. are. We want people we'll to be fun. at uh, next time you're at Rock Bar or well, wherever. The best thing it is, is, we're going to post this video on Facebook, and Ian and the bartender are just lost in the dance, too. It is. Michael Flatley has it's taken a over. Mosh. It's unbelievable. Yeah, see, so that was, uh, that was, that was uh, a fun night out. And yeah, Eric, I went to another bar after that. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. we're removed for screaming and shouting. No, that bar was fine, but I realized I'd had enough. I woke up the, <laughs> I woke up, you, Eric, you've got to know your limits. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if my voice can handle three Maiden songs tonight. Yeah. I think it's time to go uh, home. Here's my question. It. So when you're single, Ian Campfield, does this work at the bars? Do the, oh, no. Is it like the gay bat signal? Do they come a-running no, after God, they hear this? No, God, are you kidding? <laughs> this? I, Ace is I, high? I'm not aware that that is a gay bat signal. No. no. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it is. I think, it's I attractive think, to gay. I think I would, uh, I think I'd probably do better if I went out with my rubber Trump mask on than singing that Maiden song around the Melrose. <laughs> 
if you district. did it combined, you might straighten some you guys what, out. You know what was that the, might fun, be conversion you know what was therapy. the, the funny thing? I, I woke up on Saturday and I knew that I'd had a good night and I, and I drank uh, quite a bit. And uh, but I didn't immediately remember uh, Maiden. And I'd arranged to FaceTime my family, right? Oh, and I no. start talking to my seven-year-old niece, and I'm like, uh, 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 I'm a, uh, and I'm like, what happened? And while I'm she's t- telling me whatever she's doing at school, and I'm thinking. Oh, it was Ace's high. Must make a mental note to myself if I'm FaceTiming the family the morning after. Sing a lower register yeah. maiden song. Yeah, drop D. Yeah, you maybe maybe we'll do two minutes to midnight in drop D. Yeah. That might be more that might be more in my range. So anyway, that's coming through a sodomizing Linda show no, near you sometime soon. Oh, it's gonna be good. Uh-huh. I, you don't have control over you that band. Open. I'm gonna email Chris. You can well Chris won't do it. Well he'll start it, but then he'll I'll play him that thing. Oh, never mind, John. No, 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 no. Yeah, but that I was wasn't prepared for that. I'll do this it. Is like, I'll do it before I drink twelve Jack and Have them do it at the end of the night when they're closing the bar down. Oh, so oh yeah, everybody. Out. You can be the last. No, yeah. that, there was the... actually that time we played, and it was. I think you went to that one where the Pearl Jam show. We were actually surprised how big the crowd was, and then I felt so bad afterwards because uh, there was a Judas Priest or Iron Maiden. I don't remember which. I think it was a Maiden. It was an Iron Maiden cover band. And everyone left, and those poor <laughs> bastards were singing to me and Chris, and I think you were, may have been there. There were like nine people left, and I felt really guilty, so I was just standing there like, yeah. Well, they do that with those local shows. I They'll have all the like the headliners at like a good time. At like 11. Nine or 10 yeah. or yeah, 11. Oh, yeah, we were like 10.30 is our Yeah, max. midnight yeah. comes oh. the really crap band to get everybody out. I felt horrible for those <laughs> yeah. guys. Well, you know, I, at least I had the wherewithal to know that the bar was empty. I did not do that and clear the bar. The yeah. bar was cleared before I attempted that. Yeah, and the dude went to the t- trouble of like trying to dress up like uh, Halford and he would he had it all decked out and yeah. he was a little thick okay but it, you know they were good enough and right. I, felt, I felt really okay bad. so you're saying that you were better than the Judas Priest tribute round so the polls John so much better yeah, but yeah. I mean clearly I was the only one that would have known that because the crowd left Right. Okay. There was well, no place to actually judge that's it. That's okay. It was unfair you know. to the rest. Anyway, of yeah, so that, that was So I know that Judas Priest is used to clear bars. Iron Maiden used to clear makes bars. sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Am I right? I think that bar was staying open for me. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what that's the what, video that's, tells that's, me. That's what, it, that's what it looked and like. And then you immediately had to leave, right? Well, because he was closing up, and then I went to the bar across the road and sang something else. I don't know what I sang there. I don't think there's any video evidence of the bar across the road. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was. Uh, it was. A, it, it was, was a, a display. It's a fun night. It was, a, it was a. It was a big night. My uh, my friend who I was out with, uh, uh, she kissed a girl and a midget on that night. I know the one we're here with. Who? Uh, your your your. No, hag. you've not met this. Fr- no, 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 oh, okay. no, no, oh, no, 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 didn't see you coming, and I said, creeping up behind you, and she goes, just the way I like it. Yeah. I said, Cos, you're it's so just... pre-me too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like so PMT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that stands for pre-me too yeah. in your case. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember where we went afterwards, but there was there was more singing that was no, going on. Go. Well, so go. I went to see, I finally went to the, did the Tough Guy Tuesday for Taking on the Snowplow, yeah. right? And this is with your straight neighbor you're trying to convert. No, I'm not trying to convert him. We just like doing uh, Tough Guy Tuesday. That um, sounds to and, me. Uh, and I I said to him, I think we need to do it like this week because I'm sure so few people are going, they're going to stop showing it at the movie theaters. So there was like, I think we doubled the audience, uh, (laughs) me and Cody going in to see it. So here was the thing, and uh, we're walking up, you know, with the bit where they check your tickets, suddenly I get all this anxiety. I'm like, 
Oh God, there's a black man checking the tickets. Oh, and I've got the, for the, <laughs> the Liam Neeson <laughs> Cold Pursuit movie, oh, oh. and 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 I've got the anxiety because of the whole like you know yeah. what was it he said? He was I going to beat all the black bastards. Exactly. Yeah. Going to beat up all the black bastards. So I give him my ticket, and he looks like he's scowling at it. And I'm thinking, oh God, two white guys. Yeah. Cody's ginger. That makes him even more whiter. <laughs> and we're going to go see the racist in Taken on the Snowplow. And this guy's judging me. But then I realised it was just because I don't think he could see very well. And he was like, it's. He was like squinting to oh. see which movie theater we needed to go to. I thought you say he couldn't read. No, I just think he couldn't <laughs> see very well. He he couldn't man. see very well. What a horrible human being you. Don't man, put you words are into racist. my man. Jeez, oh, that's man. Awful. A man can read for God. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> Good God. Your mullet's Last, looking very yeah. nice today. It is. It's What's different. That? Did you your, cut your hair? Your mullet looks nice. Today. It looks it's just different. growing out. It's not cut. It's not cut. It's, it's not it looks cut different. for like a few weeks. All right. Something's yeah, different about your nicely. hair. I noticed that when you came well, it's in. It's a little shorter in the front, so That's it's more what I was thinking. I thought no, the I same thing. Mullet-y. It is mullety today. <laughs> it is. It is very mullety today. It's I'm like with Eric because you came in, and I'm like, has he done something new I with his hair? I anything new I'm not going to say because that's so gay because every day he comes in, I'm like, what's new with your hair? But this is definitely different. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I do make this show gayer. <laughs> well, you say have to. But I don't know if mullets make things gayer. I was texting to Eric yesterday. said to me... We'll, uh, we're going to go to uh, Rotten Grapes. We're going to go check it out. Pretty I damn said, good, I though, said, isn't it? It is good. Yeah, it's really it's good. I, said, good. Uh, I said, oh, I'll let them know you're coming. He's like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll, you know, I'll tell them. I'll be nice to yeah. you. you know? So uh, I send uh, the Rotten Grapes people a text, and I'm like, he's coming in. He's the one that always argues with me. I said, but he's, <laughs> I, said I think his wife's coming with him, which is when he's nice, so right. it'll be fine. Very true. So I get a text oh. about an hour later. See the one that looks like a real douchey NASCAR fan? <laughs> I'm like, shut up. That's the one. Go be nice to him. Christopher said that to you? No, someone else at the bar. Well, you brought up my hair looking like a molly. I'm like, I, was, I wasn't going to say all right. this. Lion, I, all right, Lion Camfield over here also. All right, Let's get into this, yeah. you know, who hasn't brought a guest in in two years. It's true. Uh, so he says to me as I'm leaving, because I'm, I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to tell anybody. Right. He goes, I'll get you a free app or something. Right. So I get down there and I'm like, I'm see. I wonder if Camfield does have any pull here. He does actually. He has no pull. There well, was no me, free app. He's got as much pull as Brady at a Ted Nugent concert <laughs> or at Porkopolis <laughs> or at uh, Scottsdale. <laughs> so I, I, I think I would like to pull at a Ched, Ted Nugent concert. I mean, that was one of the most exciting days of my year last Ooh, year. Good. There'll be God. promising free apps. But I got, and not I got no, all the apps got, free. I, I just think they don't like you. That I mean, they all. I'll have to go well, with was, that, Eric. Because I was real yeah. nice. Not only did they give us our apps for Listen free, to that. you said I was real nice. You went to eat at a new restaurant <laughs> yeah. and you think you deserve free stuff they, because you. Hey, nice they should be them. nice to me. Yeah. I was the only person in because the entire building. Because you were in there like 11 a.m. At noon. It was lunchtime. Yeah. That's a little early. It was nobody there. It's daytime. That's not where that All right, okay. Right. I brought up the douchey NASCAR thing, and now he's getting yeah. all defensive. Oh, it was it was because you yeah. took it. It hit a nerve. You were the one who started talking about my hair. I will say. I wasn't. So I said. But you did enjoy did, um, it too much. So who did they go? Uh, were they nice to you at least? In the they were nice. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Oh, so, nice. Okay, he just didn't get free cauliflower. Now, when I was and there, they gave us all the appetizers just kept coming out. We yeah. didn't even order them. Yeah. Huh. And wow. they came. I was impressed. Was you like, were there with Ian uh, at the time? Not that time. Yeah. That the was first time. We no, they did it with me again next time. when. Uh, so I, Ian texted ahead and got you No, the you. guy knows me through oh. Ian. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I do they have listen that to the show. Up. Yeah, the, yeah. The I think they just they said, they just, and they, he mentioned to me that you like to sing at a high pitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 I chose all of their dessert menus because they, they, they did a dessert taste one day, yeah. and they just said, we'll buy you beer. 
and uh, you can just try the dessert menu. Now, rewind. So back to the on. illiterate black man that you skipped okay, past. So I go now, into, did you yeah. like the movie? So here's the thing with the movie, and this is where I think Liam Neeson, is this the early case of dementia? Because pre-movie, right, yeah. when he started doing, obviously what he said was ridiculous and stupid, but when he was saying uh, a kind of, um, confused defense was what I thought it was. Right. I thought the movie was going to be controversial in so much as maybe people thought it was promoting being a vigilante, and so he thought he had to give some sort of example of taking revenge is bad. Because if you gave him the benefit of the doubt, that's what I think he was trying to say exactly. when he screwed up his PR, right? right. Yeah. Or, so, and this is what he built his character yeah, on. He right. was saying, this yeah. is so, where I, so, the last time I felt this type of revenge right. was yeah. in this in my life. So I go um, into the movie expecting it to be some sort of hard-hitting vigilante type thing, probably like the kind of controversy that the original Death Wish calls back in the day, <laughs> right. right? It it's might as well be a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, right? it's... Well, it's supposed to be funny, yeah, yeah, what I hear. But it's almost like they said, look, are you bored of playing the character from Taken in every other movie? <laughs> well, we've kind of got the character for Taken... <laughs> But what about if we did it in a cartoon form? The main bad guy in, uh, what's it called? Snowplow. Snow, snow, taking, taking on the snowplow. Snow Cold, Cold pursuit. pursuit. That's what it's Cold actually called. Cold Pursuit. The, I'm not exaggerating. The main bad guy is like a baddie from Scooby-Doo. I mean, it really is. <laughs> take I, his mask I, off? Might as well, at one point. <laughs> so it's set up to be like a comedy. He's almost knowingly looking at the camera at certain points like... Winking, sort of really? like going, yeah, yeah kind well, of. Now I want to see. So I wonder that's if that story that he was telling, so, he thought would be hilarious. No, his no, but story. but, but did you so. see? So so it is. So it, it's up to be a comedy, and it's literally like it would be. It's like someone who makes a sketch show comedy does uh, uh, a movies. send up of Taken. Right? That sounds, uh, it's kind of kind like of fun, that. And, 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 a parody of Taken. And it's not like it's it's not like it's a laugh a minute, but you can tell it's meant to be humorous. The way the people die, right. the things that he does. So it's confused. A little yeah, campy. Yeah, but yeah. so no, I think Liam Neeson's confused because I think the people who made the movie thought we're going to do a sort of a parody of Taken right. and because he doesn't get offers of any I mean no one's offering him love actually too anymore. <laughs> He's not playing that character anymore. Well this anymore. is a remake actually what snowplow the, Cold, is Cold it pursuit, yeah. is it really is it? yeah i read on, about yeah. it yeah it was, it was so anyway it's a remake of taken i think yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah it's a remake it's like what about taken but if we made it funny let's not tell liam it's a comedy well i think he's probably lost his mind which yeah. i mean i would i'd go next pr that he needs to do for a movie start claiming diminished responsibility because <laughs> there is there is absolutely no reason to do any kind of serious press or pr for yeah. this movie about well, I, I, I need to because I was expecting him to take like bloody full on revenge in the movie, and and he was anticipating some sort of backlash from that. Right. So he was going to tell a story about no, this is how I know revenge is bad. Well, that's and what makes like, the uh, the Ricky Gervais thing from Life Is Short so much funnier. Is yeah. that when he's trying to be funny, it's it Improving. comes across as so cool. It was right. great. That oh, was it's hilarious. But so the guy can... that likes Death Wish Four doesn't like this movie. Yeah, because it wasn't mm. revengey enough. Um, I no, know. I wouldn't say I dislike it. I, I mean, well, it no. was confused. It sounds. No, I don't think it's confused. You wanted blood and gore. I, no, and I, no, 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 I, no. I just expected that because of what Liam Neeson was right. saying for the PR of it. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. The movie was like yeah. we did sit there halfway through, and I said to Cody while we were holding hands, "Joke, not true." <laughs> I said, could you? Tuesday. I said, we're doing Tough Guy Tuesday. Get your own popcorn. John Holmberg's taught me about this. Yes, you put Stop it in sitting the... there like a gay. Yeah, you guys shared popcorn until I stopped it. 
I know. Well, yeah. sometimes I have to dial the gay down. Yeah, exactly. He you didn't know. know. You can do that. You get the box. Get the separate box. No, the, yeah, you got to have separate boxes. You can't well, be no, two I mean, yeah, you get the large, get the same large bag, and you're sure. not going to eat all that. So no, no, no. Pour but it in the box. You don't. So you have to. T- so you have to take your own box. No, just they, to prove your heterosexuality. Give you yeah, one. But, yeah, one. but yeah, yeah. don't get rid of the, so I should, the one drink, two straws. That's yeah, that's no good. Either. <laughs> that is so, terrible. Although so, if you're trying to convert, a, a I'm not. That's just John's idea. So I should. I should. It's not just my idea. It's just your idea. No, 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 no. That's a heterosexual thing. No, 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 no. I'm trying to convert him. Not, oh, you're not trying to thing. convert. So I, if from now on, I should go into the Harkins or the AMC and go. Um, we need the big popcorn, but can you give us another box because only one of us is gay? Right. I just want to yeah. say. I don't know that you need hey, to go that far. Yeah. Just ask for a second box. Is Will no. okay with this whole Tuesday dating? Yeah, he doesn't thing? want. Yeah. A, he doesn't want a tough guy Tuesday. Trust no. me. No, but he no, doesn't no, mind you dating another guy. Because <laughs> that's like me well, going out Liam with Neeson some. Movies. Like me and some hot girl are going out to you know. Uh, romance Wednesdays, and we're having like we're watching girl movies. While Megan's at home, yeah, Megan doesn't want to go. She doesn't. Right. She doesn't like those movies. Yeah, but I'm I like, agree. I really like them, and so does this girl. So we're going to go out and watch those. Tonight. No, I think it's fine because if I say to him, because the next Tough Guy Tuesday that we've got planned is uh, John Wick 33. It's great. Um, so yeah. that's going to be good, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I think so. If if uh, You're gonna fall in love if, with this yeah, guy, this is dating. Man. <laughs> this is called dating. It's not. It's just a thing. Also, remember, if you and I start going to movies all the time, that's dating. We don't go all the time. No, if you and I do, if we had a Tuesday plan, do you grab a bite? Do you go to the yeah. bar? And yeah. once you no, why do you need to get a bite that... when you get the biggest popcorn that you share? Yeah, you can't true. possibly eat drink? anything else. Did you go to drinks after? Yeah. Uh, it's a date. <laughs> Occasionally. That's a date. That's a date. Oh, you're dating. No, you walk you're him to his bang. door? Do you walk him to his door? <laughs> I'm like no, driving home. You drive him home. He walks home from his place. That's it then. The next day. There we are. The next day? No, stop. Do you cook him breakfast? He's a good cook, a actually. I bet he is. Will, get the hell out <laughs> yeah, of there. Yeah, Will, he's cheating. Get away. He's got somebody That's on the side. And true. it's okay. And it's also, okay. And, you also, can and also, no, I don't want to have this. I like Tough Guy Tuesday because here's the <laughs> other thing. Are. Here's the other thing. Because I come from that, because I come from that S-hole country, yeah. right, I didn't even know what Tough Guy Tuesday was. Cody said to me one day, oh, yeah, when I used to uh, get him from school, there was a thing like every day. Yeah. Um, uh, on the TV, there would be Matlock followed by Columbo. And then, and I went, hang on, back up. You had me at Matlock and Columbo War on back-to-back every day. My God, this country just gets better. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And then after those two episodes on a Tuesday, it would be Chuck Norris or Charles Bronson or Dirty <laughs> so Harry. you're bringing or back Tuesday. the 80s and, promotions from yeah. television. But we're hey, look, doing our good. own version, yeah. And, I, and he goes, yeah, it was called Tough Guy Tuesday. I remember it. So, yeah. yeah, well, I don't, I don't have you that privilege here. because I grew up in an s-hole country so where all the liberals it. probably would have gone... Well, do we want to promote violence? And it's a bit sexist, isn't it? Have you noticed there's never any women heroes in these movies? That's, the, that's the kind of trash it's, that they would have talked. It's so you guys are dating. Tuesday. But that, that's, you're still deflecting the fact that you are dating. No, a I'm saying that he introduced, <laughs> he just, just when I think you gotta, that, that gotta America. Think from Will's perspective. From Will's perspective, he goes, no, I don't want to go see right, the latest Liam Neeson movie. Will, Will starts dating a bit of a twinky straight guy. Right. And he goes to, uh, he goes to movies on Wednesdays. Or, or goes to artsy stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes to tapestry showing. Like yeah. lots of tapestry shows. Right. And it's like they're a tapestry display over at the thing, and I'm going to take uh, Stacy. <laughs> going to give him that name. Okay. Stacy's got a wife, but it's, mm, is it? And then so they go out every wine. Wednesday. They have wine, wine, wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesday. They have an alliteration. Wine thing. Wednesday. It's, it's a yeah. financial thing, and they call it scones and bones. <laughs> no, you like don't want to throw the word bones in. It's too Yeah, obvious. see? Tough Guy yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, but that doesn't sound like sex. Bones are boners. 
Calm down. Brady he's wants to get Brady Brady wants Brady's, Brady's trying to make Brady it more romantic. He heard the phrase Wine Wednesday, and now he's trying yeah. to make it more tough romantic. Guy Tuesday has no uh, reference to erections. No. I mean, it, this, he's looking for a tough guy. I mean, even even <laughs> if right. even okay, even if even if I went to um, the uh, they showed like Death Wish Four again, I don't think there would be like any. Yeah, but the answer the question, Will's out with Stacy. But you know what you need to do? Go to ZMANow.com. Oh, oh, that's right. We'll get into that in a second. God, so, look at him trying to change I know, change he's trying to change stuff because you'd be mad if Will and Stacy were going out to Wine Wednesdays. Right. Just the ladies chatting it up. Go no. ahead and admit it. Uh, no, I think it'll be fine. Really? Tough Guy God, Tuesday, gay, Tough Guy Tuesday, Wine Wednesday. Yeah. If you go to ZMANow.com and use the code <laughs> Ian20 Grapes or John20, and, yeah. if uh, your relationship is in some sort of crisis, which mine isn't, then, uh, you know, you can get some help yeah. for uh, the stuff that you need to do. What about uh, In Your Mouth Fridays? <laughs> and Will went out with Stacy for that. Double team Thursday. Oh, then I <laughs> yeah. might, then I might, then, then I might be like, Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have the privilege of being able to press that button. If yeah. it was going to be... In your mouth Friday. I'm yeah. like, no, we. Uh, that's a thing between you and I. In your mouth Friday. <laughs> what about right? thumb in your ass? I Thursday? said I have been getting Testrogain <laughs> and Vialafil from ZMANow.com, right. building up for. Oh, sorry. In your mouth Friday. Stacy is is she that's going right. to ZMANow.com and man. using the promo code? No way to talk about Stacy. That's yeah. a man. Going down I with your like, boyfriend. I yeah. can't tell where where Stacy is in the transition. That's Will's friend. Right. Okay. Special. Friend. I said okay. Stacey. You can have your Wine Wednesday hump day. Yeah. Right? Oh, there you go. But in your mouth Friday, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's our special time. That's, that's I let romance. you live up north and do all the art teaching that you yeah. want during the all week. Right. You don't have to yell at us because you and Will are in You're trouble. mad. Jesus. ZMANow.com. John 20 or Ian 20. Oh, the, uh, by the way, the Bostonians that were staying with me. Yeah. This is my buddy. He's you like don't my... have any time for this. Okay. Hurry up. Or we can save that one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Got to talk to Dale. Okay. I want to play the game. Oh, yeah, because we yeah. got to talk Muse as well. He owes me a favor. That's I got true. I got him Muse tickets. Dale and uh, It was Ian. so funny when I told Trip in the kitchen what you text me. I don't remember. Like, oh, well, oh, yeah, after we'll the it, break. Sorry. All right. Oh, yeah, I do remember now. All right, we'll get into it. <laughs> Dale Hellestrade's going to join us now. And Ian, uh, you're, you're into Ian, so to speak. That face is classic. Oh, wait, till, wait till I tell you the conversation Dale and I had about oh, Muse. Oh, it was very mean. amusing. Uh, it's 939. Muse we'll was talk to amusing. Dale next. That's Canfield in the morning on 98. There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com. Good Lord, it never ends on <laughs> Thursday. It never ends. Uh, Dale Hellister, Sanderson Floyd, uh, Dale Hellister, number point seven. The intro of this song, every time that before the lyrics come in, I just in my head, Dal's walking in. Yeah. Like he walks That's to what this. I like people to the, imagine. His, way to paint his the gate yeah. is his, perfect for the intro of this song. Yeah. I'm being nice, Dale. This Hi, is, Dale. This and Baby Good Elephant morning. Hey. That is Dale's walk song. <laughs> Can I tell my muse story? Yeah. So, after we think of Dale walking for yeah, Hey, whose segment is this? Is this mine Three years ago on this day, Captain Tennille got a Grammy for together. Was it for this song? Yep. Don't get any better than this. Do you Johnny. own the Grammy? Did you buy it off them on eBay when they hit hard times? Because you're their biggest fan, and they probably needed. Did they the cash? hit hard times? I don't know. Yeah, they did. They I, I did not keep them together. They yeah. did not. No. I, did I, they so, get married? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I T- never. Tennille was way too pretty for him. All right. So I uh, never met a Captain and Tennille fan until you. Dale. No. Yeah. But I mean, you kind of like you and your wife, Johnny. But you are way too. Oh, ugly here we to go. Be Shots fired. Please, I told you exactly why. The word you said I'm not allowed to use yeah, about my stuff. Exactly. You said something yeah. about Michael wow. Irvin. I feel like he, he, Dale thinks he needs to be nicer to me because I got him muse tickets. So now he's just yeah. taking shots at you. The fact your wife is human. 
Yes. That tells me that you've overachieved. <laughs> oh. That okay. wasn't even funny. That was funny. Because I'm picturing you with like a pig. Yeah, yeah. Was like, he, had, he had choices. Like, well, there's this minotaur that seems to like me. And then a beautiful human woman. Uh, hey, I was obviously a catch. A, back in the day, I was a catch. Is that right? Yes. I don't know. I Maybe saw that Maybe not so much now. You're a catch. Brady, with you and I. With a strong kick. Yeah. Catch a with catch. a strong uh, kick. You're a catch. Uh, Dale is uh, joining us uh, from the, the Everybody Has a Boner show on uh, 1060 AM. The fan, your uh, partner there in the bathroom was like, well, what does it do for us? That uh, He's trying to explain that you guys have a ratings point Yes. Oh, You're yeah. almost to a point. You almost have one. Yes. And uh, he's like, well, how does it uh, manage that uh, you, you, know, like you guys say you give us all the ratings? Because if it wasn't for this particular thing right. we're doing, you guys would still be at zero. Right. No one would know about the show. And he goes, well, we're on at the same time, so it doesn't make any sense that we would get ratings off of you. I'm like, maybe during commercials or something, people tune in or You're whatever. You tell them we play 30 minutes of commercials so we can go no. listen to 1060. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But we can explain you talk this. to him, Dale, about getting you more money? Because you're, you know, you're really you're bringing it up. Now. Well, I mean, Hubbard's been negotiating forever yeah, now. No. We're not. There's we're, no negotiation. Oh, they're not. I, I think there's, there's a chance that some KUPD <laughs> listeners may still have AM on their radio right. and know how to get it. They could punch There is a precedent for this. How so? Ian Campfield. Remember when he first started coming in? It was he a had the spike. little uh, Holmberg's morning sickness yeah. kiss. He beat Larry for a while. Yeah. Now he's back in the dumps. There yeah. was, so there was Dale, actually technically yeah. not this week in the in the upper demos. <laughs> Are you all right again? Oh, top, oh, yeah, the lower demos, no, but the 25, 54, 18, 49, <laughs> all right, top five, better than everyone else. All right. <laughs> Just it's saying. so pathetic when the uh, when the non-playoff teams start talking about how many wins they have. You'll have a great draft. Playoffs? I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Look, we're fine. Look at all the Super Bowl trophies. Are you going to get Are you going to get some balloons when you hit a one share? Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I'm it, not counting my chickens before. Yeah, they're nowhere hatched. to go but down. Right. I'm happy for point seven. Did you know numbers could start with zero? Point seven. <laughs> did you know? Because I didn't normally, even know there were ratings. Normally at school. Oh my god! How did you think this worked? Because normally at school they teach you one, two, three, four, five, right. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And well, the like, school I went to, there's decimal points and oh, things like that. Listen to right. decimal points. Yes. He knows how it works. Yeah. Uh, he went it, to SMU. Do you do you think that he knows you don't even Dewey. know? You don't. I was going to say he knew numbers at SMU because he had to get his check every week. Well, so tell me this: out out of this room, who graduated from a four year university? That one right there, Brady Bogan. And which one was that? Ohio University. So that's really that's not as not really not what a, I had a pulse. That means he couldn't get into Ohio State, and he couldn't get into the University of Cincinnati. You should see his handwriting. And so he went to It's either Bowling Green or Ohio. <laughs> I took my talents to OU. That's right, because he had to. Yes. Yeah. I went to school Maybe for a, a long time, so I probably got the most education, just no paperwork to prove it. Did you just have to keep on retaking the exams? No, no, no. I did very well. I just didn't know why I was there, so I kept switching stuff. That makes no sense. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't finish anything. So I'd start as like an English major, switch to philosophy, and oh. then it was to communications, and I didn't know what Swahili. I was doing. Swahili. And right. then I just stopped going. Yeah, I thought college was just a place to drink. That's what I ended up yeah. doing a lot of. Well, you think everywhere is a place yeah, to that's drink. That's true. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, that's, so was preschool. The kindergarten. Yeah. I was there for a while your, drinking. What, you, uh, Dale, you are into Ian, so to speak, uh, for a favor that Ian gave you this last I get a, uh, get a text message from John on uh, Monday morning, I think it was, uh, saying uh, Dale needs uh, music. <laughs> tickets and uh, I, I guess you must have spoken about it on air because the next thing i know i'm in the building right and i'm in the kitchen and trip comes up to me and he goes Did you get john's text and i said uh uh yeah and he goes can you do it and i said um i think so john's text said if you get dale muse tickets he'll blow you and trip <laughs> looks at me and went <laughs> 
Have you read the poster on the wall of the kitchen about respect in the workplace? And I said, sorry, I forgot we were in the kitchen. It's okay for on air. Maybe not so much in the kitchen. None of that was on the air. Trip was just in the room when Dale was asking. Okay, so anyway. I said, let me text Ian. So that was the text. Yes. Anyway. Don't feel in, like don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> this is all he's doing. I, so I was like, I'll go get some music. Like he ran the, the minute he saw. The I was text, like, my like, god, a three-time Super Bowl champion. <laughs> that's on my in bucket fact, that's list. That's what you text back. <laughs> right, I've yeah. never been blown by, by a three-time, three-time champion. Super Bowl champion. I still don't know who music. Okay, so is. it gets better. Gets better. Gets better. Right. So I see Dale that day. And uh, and I said, yeah, I can probably uh, do the tickets. Uh, th- th- give me your number, and I'll text you and let you know. So anyway, I get the so ticket. So now we, by the way, we do have. Each oh, now we do have one another. I mean, we We have one another cell numbers. We are so close to tough guy Tuesdaying. Um, so so the next day, this is as great as how uncomfortable Dale is. He comes up to me, and uh, he goes, "Oh, I, thanks for getting the tickets." And I went, "It's because I love you, Dale." And he goes. Oh, did you have to say that? <laughs> well, they're not for me. They're from my fr- from my friend. Blah 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 blah. So I give him the tickets, and then seriously as anything, he says to me, "I don't know this band, Muse. Are they gay? Because Holmberg <laughs> says they're gay." Yeah, and I you told me him, gay. He genuinely thought they were gay, and I said to him, "Dale, has it occurred to you?" John winds you up because no. you're because you're so uncomfortable with. Me- gay I, I'm yeah, the f- they could have some gays in the band. What's wrong? With he you? was married know. to Kate Hudson. So, oh, really? really, he peaked not anymore. He, so, so, so Matt Bellamy, yeah, Matt <laughs> yeah, Bellamy yeah, went yeah, for Matt, a little bit. Matt Bellamy yeah. went. Okay, I think I peaked with Kate Hudson. Now I'm going to go investigate some D. Yeah, he went on some tough guy also, Tuesday day. Yeah, we don't know about yeah. the drummer and the. Guitar. Oh no, I do know about the drummer because one of my friends used to date him. I could tell you. About some inappropriate things I know about him. All right. Well, that's that's female. Not yet. Bring something to the table. Let's Not go. yet. <laughs> well, no. Keep yeah. going until you blew Dale. I hear how this ends. So anyway, well, no. So he's like, I said, no, they're not gay. He goes, oh, because John said they were. And I said, Dale. I know I'm the first gay you've ever met, but not everything that goes on around me is gay. You're not the first gay I've ever met. You're the first one that I've actually touched. <laughs> no. Agreed to blow for music. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I've ever done these things with. Damn. Brady. Anyway, I'm glad your friends had such a good time at the show. Yes. Thank, yeah, they you. Have a good Thank time. you for that. You know, yes, it, it, you, it was oh, awesome. You know, you know what they have at, uh, at Talking Stick as well, which I noticed because I went to the Muse show as well. They do have big boxes of popcorn. So next time yeah. you and I go down, we can share popcorn like yep. I do Tough Guy You Tuesday. don't share popcorn when the, with a man in the movie, popcorn, right? popcorn, one drink. No. No, you have your own separate popcorn. And you don't sit next to him yeah, either. There's always down. a chair Unless in between you. You always like sit next to me, Dale. Brady, you and I would not be very comfortable next to each other. I think you two have to have a chair between yeah. you yeah. just for the that's that's just me the, getting yeah. on a plane <laughs> that's just and the sheer, sitting in the, the middle physics seat. of it <laughs> why don't you take uh, Ian to the hot shots game there you go take him up into the booth show him the booth show him a good yeah, picture it's a, it's a small booth <laughs> yeah, that's perfect He's uncomfortable Ian doesn't like football Ian likes tight spaces he yeah. was uh, <laughs> and tight pants he was, oh, yeah. he, was he loves un- hot shots he was uncomfortable uh, taking the tickets from me in the kitchen because normally apart from this room if he sees me I'm behind glass I'm in the studio so he thinks it's like I'm a caged animal yeah. and he goes that's what they should do with those gays <laughs> keep them <laughs> keep them in cages <laughs> he doesn't really I just said that for the sake of the show but he's probably thinking it wow suddenly I'm Michael right. Cohen on yeah. uh, on Dale Hellestray <laughs> Dale what have you and brought to the thing. table today what have I brought to the Anything table today hot I, mean, scheme I, this weekend. I mean besides my point seven rating that's right you're there. bringing yeah. all that to us uh, do, can I hear the cheer thing uh, I'm not Bob Kemp hey if you no, get to a one thing. you might get, get given sound effects <laughs> there it is <laughs>
there. Well, that's what happened. Brady, every... that's not come funny. On. This that is the building when the time, ratings come Dale. out. But where's KDOS? <laughs> I did make a change this week, though. I joined the 21st century. I went from AOL to my own. Uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> Gmail. Oh, nice. I just lost it. I got a Gmail. Wow. Email a pigeon. Ian still has AOL. Do you really? Now, here's the thing. So I got, uh, I, I'm not technical at all, but I was one of the first people that I knew like in my social circle in England to get email. So I was like ahead of the curve. And AOL was one of probably three free providers you could get. And I went, I'm going America online. You know yeah. why? Because America. Yeah, settle down. So I kept it, right, and, and it never occurred to me how dated it was until three years ago I moved here and meeting new people. I have to give them my email address. Right. And the shame that yes. any one person still who around. took my email address, I'd be like, yeah, that cell number. A bit like us. So I said, hey, Dale, here's my cell number. Yeah. So I was saying that to a bunch of other guys who I met when I first moved here. And I, and I, I was paying for AOL. No kidding! Like oh. twenty five bucks a <laughs> month or something. You still subscribe what? to the I don't know. My, my future son in law said we are sending a letter to AOL for, to get your money back because they've been ripping. You're the They're only not paid even customer. A company oh anymore. my god! <laughs> what is Ian in your phone? Like, how does he identify? If he were to call you right now, what would it say on your phone? I have him in my favorites with you. No, and it's, but what does it say? Ian the Ian. I bet Ian spelled incorrectly. Is it E A I N? <laughs> I, I honestly forgot your last name. I said Ian. Ian the gay guy. It says the gay somewhere. It just says right. gay. There's oh, only going to be one gay I in this phone. I, I actually think I might have said Ian Canfield. Canfield's oh, close. That's, Canfield. that's pretty good. Right. That's pretty I good. A-N. No, I got Ian Canfield. There nice you go. Work. How about that? That's, that's worth a round of applause. That he can is, work yeah, his cell phone. Ian Keith so, Canfield did, tickets. Dale did a thing. There you tickets. go. Tickets. Did, um, <laughs> so, were, were you You're made, so cute. I know. I think we're getting cuter together, yeah, Dale. I think you two should have a show. On well, I said to him the what other, the, the other day, it's like it's extended to off air because I see him go down the stairs and I say to him, take care on the stairs, Dale. And he goes, do you want to hold my hand? It's like we got a little routine <laughs> going on yeah. off air. There's yeah. a there's a will they won't they there's I know yeah we're, it's that. like we're like a new story arc in days of our lives yeah somebody has emailed me and said <laughs> I want you to gamble on this because I don't think he'll do it uh, ask Dale for the definition of the word aberration and I want uh, Eric and Ian to bet I reckon he does know you do aberration? you think he does know I reckon he went onto the AOL aberration. website and they probably they could define it He's for gonna him. know that yeah I reckon yeah so. we can't really we can't bet okay you don't yeah. want to bet on Dale do you know what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know how to use it in a sentence. Go to, if you go to AOL.com and search on it and see what comes. Is there even still an... Uh, it's I an love- aberration if Brady misses breakfast. Something that differs from the norm. Yes. So, yes. In yeah. fact, that yeah, was... Yeah, I can I use it in a no sentence. But you have no idea what it is. <laughs> That's... Using it and defining it. Yeah, yeah that's things. different. You can use it. It's like yeah. knowing how to... Uh, to uh, read um, Morse code, but not yeah. be able to do it. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. So I can read, but or I can't sign write. language. Yeah, I know how to read it, but I can't do it. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Next question: Are Muse gay? <laughs> are they a rock and roll band? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. oh, sort okay. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. No, they were great. That that show was it's, uh, it's was, probably a pretty was, good. Was show. really good. Oh, yeah, they had a, a massive stage. Anything you kids have to say as we close her up? Dale. Hot shots lost last week. I told you we need to switch this yet? up because now you're going to bring the show down. That's up, that's up for you to consult with Brady about. You think Brady's Johnny Manziel in the future? You think Johnny's going to play for the Hot Shots? No. 
How bad are is his picks, by the way? Didn't he say at the beginning of the year he thinks the hot shots could oh, be the best? He team wasn't the league? only one, though. The Vegas odds were 5-2. to two. And now they've almost, lost two in a row. But this is only one. They've lost, they've lost one. one. They're 2-1. Oh. and one. Go back out to 67th Avenue and Bethany Hill Road. <laughs> Send him further next week. Because Christian one. Hackenberg just got uh, dumped and yes. Johnny Menzel's available. Do you yeah, think, but what do you think he did? Uh, drugs. Now, here's you the thing. You think he shrugged? Oh, he beat a woman, one or the or other. that. Yeah, he does that. He's got both of those in his history. Do you think Canada handles things better than uh, Goodell by saying, nobody's allowed to hire this guy, and the uh, controversy is over? Instead of all this collusion, and they're keeping Colin Kaepernick out, and it's a big... Well, the difference is Kaepernick didn't... Yeah, but they just went I think he scored a touchdown and gave uh, the rubbing the fingers for loonies and toonies over there. Can... Yeah, that's Brady's doing money talk. You're talking to the wrong audience. Loonies and toonies. <laughs> Canadian Football League. You just had him picture cartoons. That's all you did. Yeah. No, and and down at our show, we do discuss topics like this yeah. from 7 to 9 in the morning. That's right. 10, 60 a.m. Uh, the fact that good. the NFL is so reactive, kind of like with Robert Kraft. True. Uh, now that this has happened, well, what is a penalty? If if it's against our bylaws or it's against the rules, right. well, what's a penalty? You can't have the rules. It's arbitrary. They and then go, yeah, and then go, huh, I'm not sure what we're going to do. What do you think do? Robert Kraft should have happened to him if he's like found guilty of all the things that he's accused of? Well, to me, if you separate the sex trafficking. Yeah. Haven't they if already it's just going to a massage parlor, why yeah. are you going to? You ever done it? Why would you separate not, it? I've never done story. it. That's part of it. Well, the, well, separating his knowledge or uh, understanding sure, of it, he may not have known but you're still right you're still, whenever you do that you, you're, you're paying hookers you're kind of involved in the group you're culpable at the very well least, i right? think he should be punished for being stupid and driving a bentley to a strip mall yeah that seems or being drive. driven by, by yeah. being driven. but again it's jupiter there are bentleys all over jupiter and how about him continuing to deny it yeah i mean that doesn't look good either well then he might have some credible evidence that they do not have they him on have videotape. videos of that's what you've heard tommy potter you've you've, you've heard. from the lead investigator a guy who's putting his he might job, be bluffing he'll get fired if he went on tape saying we've got videos oh, i just yeah, think the most sued. i and think sued, the most yeah. fascinating thing is he got up that sunday morning cha- afc championship sunday morning yep. in jupiter yep it said yeah before i go to hop the on the plane to fly to Kansas City, yeah. let's stop by what you still haven't answered the question. What do you think this. should happen to him? Yeah. Oh, Jail. I think it'll be slap on Jail. I think it'll be a, no for the rest of his life. <laughs> three three time Super Bowl champion Dale Hellestray. How hard is it for you guys in the NFL when you're riding high to get a hand job for free? Well, so some of my teammates didn't have any issues with it with hand jobs. No. Like, but you didn't. You could have even gotten them. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah but I mean, I, I was. I, I think, was somebody. But back it wasn't then. costing you anything. That's my point. Jerry no. Jones could walk out of a Dallas hotel and just go pull his ear. Who wants to give me a hand job? Be a head coach, of my football team. That's all it would take. Why do you got to be so mean? <laughs> Why he would get a hand job for nothing? Fifty bucks? Come on. You're well, king maybe, of the but, world. But maybe that was just he was tipping. I don't know. So you're still not supposed to pay for it. Maybe it's just considered a tip. Do you tip your wife? And why wouldn't he just go to Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Like, why no, wouldn't why he go- wouldn't he have somebody come to his or house? Or go to him. The bigger part. There's, like, so many other options. Oh, I'm, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I just don't think the NFL can do anything to him. I think what they can. What do you can. mean? They're going to do something. Because if he gets... If he's they gonna, find him. Find well, him 500 grand. Yeah, six-game suspension. They made uh, the guy from the Panthers sell his team. Yeah, Jim Irsay. That's was, a little bit different. He was just talking. He was saying inappropriate things. I think it was, went further. It wasn't than that. illegal. 
And they didn't make him. He did. They made him. No, Same they with didn't. Donald Sterling and the Clippers. Well, he they, said now you're getting a whole different – Well, we're not talking about a 15-minute trip to a strip mall. Dale doesn't yeah. know what he's talking nah. about. No, It's against the law. Not. He's got hookers. He's buying hookers. Do you think it's a sexual thing, the whole strip mall thing? I was saying this to one of my friends yesterday because he could afford to get anything to his hotel room or his house. Is there yeah. – and I don't understand this, but is there a thing about I want to go to a low-rent strip mall? Is that like that part of the thrill? It's got to be it. My friend know? was a concierge at a, as a, at a place here right? and uh, would get escorts for mm-hmm. people that would ask. And it was – they had a list of places that were reputable so he couldn't get in trouble yeah. for bringing those girls. I, and whatever happened after the fact was in my the thought room. is he had a girl he liked there's one specific uh, girl maybe. that he's been yeah, to yeah, but, but, i thought but, he was but, in there with two one time well, yeah, yeah she he liked a, a couple friend. maybe yeah, because then he would have spent all of 200 dollars. which again yeah. he could get them to his hotel well, he's been room. there before tell right. me puddles not so, his first rodeo. yeah but like who if, if you're him why would you leave the house when you yeah. don't have to you're right like, there's I, something I, to the seediness yeah yeah there's got to be something to the seediness it's like where do you go to get your hand jobs Will or Tough Guy Tuesday? Yeah. I go to Will on the AMC on a Tuesday. We've already covered this, On Tough Guy Tuesday, Cody wraps his hand in sandpaper. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, make it feel as wrinkly as Bronson's hands would be. Dale felt that. I watched Dale feel that. But that's got to be a thing, right? There's got to be some kind of sexual kick of going to a low-rent strip mall. I I think there's something mental to that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of mental, it's time for Brady's Entertainment Drill. Uh, brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, home of Tactical Black self-defense, uh, which Eric needed today, uh, sitting out on yeah. 67th and Bethany Home. You never know when you're going to be told to go to the prize at 67th and Bethany Home. Why not be prepared for anything that could come your direction? Uh, be a little smarter. Be a little bit uh, better shape. I tell you right now, the getting in shape part is unbelievable what they're up to. And learn something that may actually save your life. They're out there in Glendale. Uh, Tony's running that show. You got Josh and Jay up there crushing it at the House of Brews in Phoenix. And, of course, Michael out in Chandler. Got you surrounded. There's no excuse. Get off that treadmill. It's boring. It's doing nothing for you. And learn something that could help your future or the people you care about. Uh, ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Howie Mandel revealed two crazy things that happened to him at his father's funeral 30 years ago. said it turned into a comedy of errors. At the memorial, a guy showed up and walked in and shaked his hand and said, uh, asked Howie if he was the son, and he started telling him what a wonderful singer his father was, Howie's father never sang. Right. He realized this guy's at the wrong funeral. Then it gets worse. Later that day, Howie was talking to an old friend of his dad's. Right in the middle of the sentence, the guy says, I got to go. Ran out of the house. He took off. Howie noticed something on the ground. He thought it was a piece of candy. Picked it up. Poop. Yep. Guy had a. Poop his pants his and dropped funeral. it out, and then he's got, you know, now he's a germaphobe. Now, wait a minute. He picked up, I was going to say, Howie he Mandel doesn't little, touch anything. Right, and this is early on. He was young. How did you know it was poop? Because why would a guy well, run it, away and something falls uh, out of his pant leg? You're pretty sure it's poop, right? <laughs> that would be my first guess. Really? You, what are you thinking? It wouldn't be poop. He dropped some out of his pocket. I don't and know. ran away from it? He That's ran poop. out of the house. And he had to poop. Because John's a realist, and you yeah, live in a yeah. fantasy world. You live in a fantasy world where people don't crap their pants and run away. A man's talking to me, and all of a sudden he goes, Oh, gook, I gotta go, and something falls out of his pants. I'm like, he that didn't guy, say that. That guy just himself. And look, there's evidence, and then you don't pick it up. It's poop. No, you don't touch it. No, God, no. Because why, Dale? It's probably poop. It might be poop. So deep down you know. <laughs> this is why you didn't get invited yeah. to the White House. This is exactly <laughs> <why>. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Reagan, I gotta take a deuce. <laughs>
No, he's talking oh, about the other, the other White House. House. Oh, I was invited to the White House. You did go to that, and it was it was, it was Billy Bush. Clinton. It wasn't. Oh, you went to the Clinton one. Yeah. What about first Bush? He was. You guys won in ninety one, didn't you? No, oh, it was ninety two. Was the first Super Bowl. Yeah. So it was right when he started. Yes. Oh, okay. Bam. Fresh House. Well, that can't be right. He was elected in November of ninety two. But Super Bowl was in ninety three, January of ninety three. Dale. Ninety three seems pretty sure. Ninety four. 96. Okay. Yeah. But it's 92, 93, 95 seasons. Gotcha. You can look it up on IOL. I was making sure it was right. All right. I just want to make sure. That makes sense. I I mean, it's been a long time since the Steelers played the Super Bowl. There is football. This is a good football. There is football after December 31st. Is a Cowboy fan (laughs) telling me it's been a long time since the Steelers have been in a Super Bowl? Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Ooh. All I know is that we were good when I was there. By the way, (laughs) right? Steelers played in a Super Bowl in your field. Yeah, and it was the, one of the worst it, Super Bowls ever. So what? It was the apocalypse hit. It was it was ice. <laughs> that was a tough one. Yeah. I'll give you that. Too many seeds. But that People was their got third hurt. Super Bowl in the uh, in the current century, which the uh, Cowboys have not had. Get rid of Aikman and Hellestray. Look out. That's true. Boy, once that happened. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch is back on the market. It's almost 70, affordable. 70% discount yeah. right now. They, they cut it down to like 30 million, right? Yeah, 31 million. Are they hoping people are going to be uh, into it because it's in so many new documentaries? Yeah. They're like, oh, that room yeah. looks nice where the yeah. five-year-old sat next to the chimpanzee. How much is it in there for that now? <laughs> so the uh, people that are listening have said, Let, let's drop the price on it. How about 70 million? Yeah. It's on the market for 100, 100 million, 101 million in 2015. Man. You get 2,700 acres. It's it's a twelve thousand square foot. Actually, home. a low price for where it is and how much you get. It sounds. Crazy. Where is it? It's up just uh, just a little bit east of Santa Barbara. Okay, up in the Los Ooh, Olivos, California. Stunning. Yeah, Los Olivos is just. It's every every day the sun sets, everything turns purple. It's gorgeous up. There. It's called the Sycamore Valley Ranch now. Oh, they changed it in twenty seventeen. It's off of Figueroa, and uh, there's something that they go back into this mountain street. It's unreal to drive up there, and then you can't get to where he is. But the street to it is like Jesus. This is incredible. Why are they selling it? Why don't they make it like Graceland? That's what I want to. Th- I want to, but I think it's because the upkeep is incredible. Yeah, you know they they couldn't. Michael died, and immediately it all just started to die out. So I think maybe that's what Graceland's small. That's I think true. it's easy to take care of. Also, Elvis only had you know Priscilla underage. There's other stuff true. with there's, Michael. There's that, you know. True. And he there's married her. The, he did the decent yeah. thing. There's all the stains on the Ottoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. if Michael would have married them, then he'd have been <laughs> well, decent. Well, if you're going Elvis's route, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's exactly yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's there's a difference in the numbers. Okay. He's 12 years old, and uh, yeah. that's all right. So yeah. I put a ring on it, you yeah. know. I had to keep it legitimate. He committed. I don't marry him. I just bang him. I don't love these little hoes. Yeah. There's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and a little time in between, and all yeah. of a sudden, how come you guys are all uppity when I do it? Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm no different than Elvis. <laughs> he did. He stole it right out of Germany. Like yeah. she was in a on a on a military base with her dad. Yeah. I like your daughter. She's in sixth grade. I don't care. <laughs> come with me. Yeah. Right, Rocklahoma announced the lineup. 2019 lineup. It's uh, May. It? 24th through the 26th. Isn't it called something else now? Rocklahoma. Nope. Rock Sonic Lahoma. Temple. Oh. <laughs> That's the difference. Shine Down, Seether, Steel Panther, Buck Cherry, Pop Evil, Fever, 333. You know any of these? Um, Lita no. Ford. Guar. No, Who's your favorite? Guar. I just had another Guar. guy quit. 
Saturday, Ozzy Osbourne in I know this him. moment asking Alexandria. Wow. Tech Nine, Beartooth, Seven Dust, Eight Breed. Every rock band ever is there. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, there you go. Let's no muse, though, Dale. No, no muse. muse is not there. Because it's a straight, Muse is too big. Yeah, because it's straight. straight yeah, it's a straight show. No Muse gays. It's not too big. It's not too big. It's hey, in Dale, Oklahoma. They don't want gays. Dale didn't get to hear Ian singing. You want to play that out? Oh, I that? should actually. I don't have it in front of me anymore. I don't think. Ian's got a tremendous voice. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy. Yeah, this. You go to a bar with Ian, and you're probably gonna end up hearing some singing. <laughs> if you're interested, I have it here. When you get Iron Maiden. Yeah, when you Mostly. put your dress on and you go out with Ian. This yeah. is what you kids are going to hear. Gonna hear. This is Ian singing. Yeah, at a bar drunk last Friday. <laughs> yeah, there's video. You know, it's like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that is really you. You think A Star is Born too? Maybe A Star is Bradley Born too. Cooper, I see Yeah, it. I know. See, I got potential. And you know the thing is, he's played it three times and I have no shame. Yeah. I did that on Friday and it was fun. Yeah, he's Lady Gag Reflex. Were you, were you drunk? <laughs> was I drunk? No, I'm totally sober. Can't you tell? Right. We're out of here. Let's be done. I'll be hey, are Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in love or no? I, what did she I, say? What do you think? Well, it looked like it is, but I thought I saw something. She came out no and said way. Yeah. they're not in love. Ask they're AOL. Not. What does no. AOL think? No. Hey, get off my AOL. <laughs> you were, well, no, you've just got off it because you've just stopped paying for it. enough of the both so funny. That's it. I'm Larry's on 93.3 now singing more Maiden. That's right. you got Maiden on if, there. If Larry won't play you Maiden, which I know he does sometimes. Venture to guess the muse is on right now. Yeah, and then straight after that I'll sing Run to the Hills. Perfect. Yeah. Because that's what you <laughs> that's should do. That's great radio. Uh, there you go. Uh, that's it. Dale, nice job. You're over there at the sports station, 1060, 7 to 9 with the boner show. Ian's got his thing over at uh, Alt-AZ while that lasts. And then, of course, we'll be back tomorrow, healthy as ever. Uh, we're done. Poor Populous have- tonight. Oh, that's right. Poor Populous tonight, 6 o'clock. Come out there and watch the zits fly. Dr. Pimple Popper is uh, on display at Porkopolis tonight. Uh, we'll see you guys out there. So long! Big, red, and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. 98.